Some lucky girl out there telling yep. that someday, uh-huh. some way, 
This boy gonna be hung up. You gonna get yep. him, and that Madge gonna be somewhere made in heaven. Look at in that. This country. Look at that. Dusty Rhodes knows the truth. I mean, if Dusty gets it, for God's sake. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't. Get Good it. morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of. That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show on a... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! On the eve of a very special show. Uh, tomorrow, uh, know it or not, six years ago, we started the show tomorrow. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, but tomorrow's a big anniversary show. Look here, jo- 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 Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's going to be here tomorrow. I mean, that's how... Hopefully he doesn't go on Michael Richards again. But, uh, but but we got that going on. Uh, that's tomorrow. Today, lots and lots to get to. Uh, first of all, I've watched the Ted Lasso now. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. There are really, really good parts. And then there are other parts I was like, huh? I'll talk more about it. There's a listener mail asking me about series finales. I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I don't want to see the show go. I like the show a lot, but uh, and, and every review I'm seeing is, oh, this is better than this. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't know. But I'm not, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to ruin. So uh, let's get to the good mornings, shall we? Uh, first one here today. On this glorious hump day is uh, Cowboys girl who says we're not going to bow down yeah. and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. She says good morning, ass family, and happy hump day. Right back at you, David Garza says happy hump day, ass familia, my man Adam J. Can I have a serving of ass por favor, Buenos dias? Well, Buenos dias, amigo. We get two of these today. <laughs> There you go, Adam J. Hockey player says happy. Pump day. Ass family. Battleborn. If you don't chew big red, then f*** you. He says happy. Pump day. Ass family. We're all going to get some great ass today. Hockey player says, Arnie, guess what team is golfing now with the Blackhawks? Uh, every team except the two playing in the, the Stanley Cups. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach says, "Good morning, Arnie and crew. Have a new member. Oh, is that true, Zach? Well, Zach, we we played one of your sound, uh, one of the videos you sent me of Kareem Jean uh, Jean Pierre. We played yesterday. That lion trash sack. Uh, oh man, holy cow. Oh, Chaz man, hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Uh, he says, happy pump day, pump day, day, and also a t-shirt. Dog? Oh, it is. What kind of t-shirt? Time? Uh-huh. It is Hilton. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh my God! Shut up now. Shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Look at my new shirt. Uh, by the way, uh, yes. Oh, okay. He's got a new dog. Okay, fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome, Zach. He sent me a picture of his new dog, Dixie. Well, we got a new ass family member named Dixie. Uh, so there you go. But Chaz, man, thank you so much. I got the shirt yesterday. It's a Punisher Donald Trump. A Trumpisher. That's what I've named it. The Trumpisher shirt. And I was wondering, can I wear this when I vote? Or are they going to send me home? Can I wear this to a polling place? 
But thank you, Chaz, man. I appreciate the shirt, my friend. Gold says, happy. Got to get back to this one here. Pump day. Right back at you, Gold. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is all up in the house. In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God. That is true. I mean, she, she's just she's just reporting the truth. That. In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God. Yeah, good. Uh, Darren says, good morning, ass family. Right back at you. Trash Panda is all up in the house. He says, good morning, fam. Well, good morning. Well, laddie frickin' God. Sprayfire says, let the humping begin. Good morning, all. Good morning. Stackar, our official Indian. Dot, not feather. Is finally 7 a.m. Good morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you. Stink fist. This is good morning, ass family. Okay, everybody, be ready for this news. The A's have won two in a row. Rangers won last night. Big win last night in Detroit. Oh, we are re- we are re-rocking Detroit Rock City. Stink fist, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing good. Uh-oh. The one and only. When last year I spent more money on spilt liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Warbird says, good morning. I'm at truck driving school because Alabama thinks I'm a brand new driver. Well, that's awesome. AOC parody Twitter account overtook her in followers, so now she is technically the parody. (laughs) Dude, I've been following that, and it is so funny. It is so funny. The people on Twitter, I, I, I guess people on Twitter don't have a sense of humor. There's a couple of sites that Tommy put me on. I mean, I, I don't remember that. I think Third Year Letterman is one of them. And Third Year Letterman puts up all this crazy shit like, isn't it really cool that America is who discovered outer space? Now, he says this shit, and, and he gets thousands of responses like, you're an idiot, and they, they give all these, he knows they, hey, dummies. He knows what he's saying is bullshit. And I believe it's cat turd who has posted the the fake uh, AOC account, and it's just fucking hysterical. Uh, Fred, Fred, my man Fred, he says happy. Pump day, pump day, hey, Fred. pump day. Fred, congratulations on your new position. I, I, I think that's awesome, my man. I'm very happy for you. Uh, Steph says, am I the only one without a walk-up song? No, of course not. We, we got to just figure out what is it. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm. No, that that that's not. No, that's not for you. Uh, I I I mean I mean we 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 gotta find one. Uh, oh, I've got one for you here. Let let's try this one here. Um, what happened to it? No, oh, it's in that one. That's why. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off you. There you go, Steph. Uh, my man, Derek. Becca, Becca. He says, I made it. Good morning, ass family. Happy uh, hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Yeah, I th- you know what? I think I kind of like that one for her. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just move that one in here. 
So there you go. There, there you go. All you gotta do is. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Big Coop says, uh, hockey player says, I don't have. Hey, hey, it's a process, people. It's a process. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I've even built a whole new screen to make it easier for me to where I ain't got to jump from screen to screen to screen to screen. I thought you'd play Big Booty Ho, but I'll take that one, LOL. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't have my my, my, my ultimate walk-up music is, I mean, uh, where where is it here? Um, pretty girls walk like this, this, this is this, my walk-up music. This, this, pretty girls walk like this, mm. this, this. Yeah. This. The pretty girls walk like this. There you go. All right. Uh, let's see, right said Fred. Uh, I, I think I got it. All right, all right. We got good mornings out the way. All right, we got T-shirt time out the way. Look, I, I promised you uh, in the next segment, we've got listener mail, and we've got somebody who's calling me out. I And, and I ain't joking with you. Hold on a second. Let me, let me read the, the, last, the last words of this email. I really think that you should grow the fuck up. Oh, yeah. That one's coming up. That one's coming up. But hey, first, 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 first. <sighs> what's going on in Nevada? Nevada, what, what, what's going on in your state? Nevada Democrats, state Democrats, state leaders are fining schools up to $5,000 a day for not allowing biological males in girls' sports. <laughs> I don't think so, Stink Fist. I don't think it's from that person. <clears throat> Democrats in Nevada legislature swiftly passed an amendment to penalize school boards that prevent biological males who identify as transgender from using women's locker rooms and competing in girls' sports team. The amendment passed Friday without a hearing placed an administrative penalty of $5,000 a day on schools in the state that do not allow students to participate in school activities based on gender identity or expression. (sighs) I've got a solution. And I hate the solution, but this is the solution. If you want to push it this far, then this is what I would do. If I was a school, I would not. I would not offer any sports activities. That's why I would. I would take away because what school can survive a five thousand dollar a day fine? I'd like to know what school outside of Bishop Gorman down in Vegas. When are we going to finally get through these people's skulls that there is a difference? I saw a video where Megan Rapinoe, the idiot soccer player who thinks it's okay for transgenders to play in women's sports, who was on the United States women's, women's, women's national team, who is a lesbian, who's not a non-female who's attracted to females, Remember how they, they, they tried to call lesbians that? 
Swoosh, good morning. This isn't Nevada, it's New California. Nevada's making room for the Stanley Cup. I like your solution better because then all other kids can alienate the trannies for taking their sports away. Well, and, and see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They won't allow that to happen. Do you know why? We all know why. Because sports gen- generate revenue. Now, some teams are not going to be able to generate a $5,000 a day fine, so I would say to them, get rid of your sports. And do you know what happens? Enrollment goes down. We had a conversation about this. Uh, Brad and and I were driving around the other day when we were going to get that magical sandwich and driving 600 miles to get it. Um, it was funny because I remember when I, when I, I, I came down to visit my cousin once. It might have been for the World Series. Yeah, it might have been for the World Series when I brought, brought my dad. My cousin and I were, were out driving. She's like, do you want to see the new Allen football stadium? And I said, sure. Now, Allen, Texas is a very small, it was a very small town. It's grown up. It's got the biggest high school in the whole state now because they, they threw a lot of money into the sports programs there. And what happened? Well, Allen, Texas now is the football mecca of Texas, if you will. They were. They, they're kind of going downhill now. Um, but they have a stadium that is bigger than an English Premier League team. They, they did a flyover, a picture. An English Premier League soccer team. Football, if you will. This is the top of the top. And there's a high school football stadium in the state of Texas that's bigger than the biggest sport in the world in one of their stadiums, in their biggest league. Sports generate tons and tons of revenue, no matter what, that the district will have to share. Now, if we take away sports, we take away that revenue. And I don't know if you've been paying attention, because if you haven't, you need to start paying attention, because that is where this war is at, and it's, it's starting to swing back the other way when it comes to money. Hashtag Bud Light, hashtag Target. Target has lost $20 billion, $20 billion in the course of 10 days. They were like, hey, hold, hey, Bud Light, hold my, well, Bud Light. Uh, we're going to show you how to lose money. Lowest their stock prices have been in years. That was Luton Town Football Club in England. Thank you, Stinkfist. Um, people are fighting back, and, and I said this yesterday, and, and everybody's saying, oh, this is terrible that this is happening. Oh, my God. Why is it terrible? You see, we're too busy working to go out and protest and burn cities down, so what we do instead is we take what, what, what we have and our money, and we don't participate with your events. That's our protest. Our protest is not as uh, loud. It's not as uh, on fire as yours. But our our protest, the protest on this side, and not, I, I'm not protesting Bud Light. And by the way, I, I'm not protesting Target. I'm not protesting anybody. I don't drink Bud Light. I never drank Bud Light. If I was still drinking alcohol, I would not be a Bud Light drinker. I'm, I'm just going to be open and honest with you. Don't care about it. Still go to Target. You want to know why? This is why. This is why I don't like the outside groups on either side. 
Target has been selling gay shit, and I mean gay shit like pride shit, for the last five, six years. Now, why is it a big deal this year? Because it involves trans? Okay. Okay, and, and, and Kohl's is starting to go through this now, and they're trying to go after the, I, I saw like an infant kid saying, it had a shirt that says, I'm non-binary for a baby. How does a baby know that? So, so look, I understand when people don't want to go there and they don't want to shop there anymore and they're going to take their ball and go home, but we've got a big one here that we got to talk about here in a second. This will be the modern-day civil war, the government purposely dividing us with this so they can distract us long enough to sell our freedoms to China. Well, I think enough people are play, paying attention. Uh, uh, it's because they're going after you. Oh, Kale, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. If you could be more than 100% right, you would be. And this is why I played the sound effect yesterday. The contractually, I have to pay play the I told you so. Because I said, do not wake up this side. In some people's eyes, you stole an election. Didn't really wake up the side. You kind of you, you nudged them a little bit, but you didn't wake them up. Trying to take the guns. Okay, they're getting a little, little, little restless over that now. But then you started fucking with the kids. Okay? Then kids were starting to get raped in school, and administrators weren't telling people about it, and they were trying to change sexes of kids in school, saying the parents had no rights. In the state of Minnesota, or no, I'm sorry, the state of Washington, um, if you do not go along with your kid's gender transformation under the age of 18, the state can legally take the child away from you. That's right. If your adolescent child whose brain isn't fully developed says that they're a female when they're 11 years old and you say, no, you're not, they can go to a, a I don't know, a police officer, somebody, a child protective services and say, my mom is not allowing me to transition and I'm 11 and the state will have to come to your house and they will take your child from you. That's state law. Been signed into effect. So guess what? You woke those people up. There, they, there aren't a lot up there to wake up, but you woke them up. And all these people like to shop at Target because they want to seem better than shopping at Walmart. You woke them up, too, because now you started pushing, pushing the agenda down their throat. And they ain't going to take anymore. And I, I'm not going to say anything to them. This is, look, look, look. This is the beauty of, of the world. I can't tell people where to spend their money. If they want to not spend money at Target or Bud Light, so be it. I, look, I've told you, I try to stand up for, and, and the same thing goes for Target. Let's just tell the truth. Do you know who's going to get hurt in this? Same people that Bud Light got hurt. All the innocent people. This is kind of like gun laws. You know, Bud Light, they, they, they make a, a terrible move in their marketing department, and then the marketing department doubles down. And who does it affect? It doesn't affect, well, the marketing department, they got fired. But they all got money anyway. CEOs doesn't affect them. Stockholders, it sure as fuck affects. But, but then the real people it affects are the people that are delivering the Budweiser to the different places and selling it. Distributors. Those are the people it's hurting. And Target, it's going to, it, you're going to see this happen. You're going to see Target's close down. That's something, I mean, like, it, it blows my mind that Walmarts have shut down due to people stealing from them. When I see Target start to shut down, that's going to be something else. And they, it will happen. 
You can't lose $20 billion in 10 days and not affect and not think that the lowest man on the totem pole is going to be affected. And all those people who are trying to do is put food on the table. All because the higher-ups think that they have to go along with this politically correct movement that's heading on, saying we can be whatever we want. Well, we, we cowered down to them because they were really loud. But we got louder because we spoke with money. And what do I always say on this show? The only color that counts in this marriage, it's not white, it's not black. It ain't Chinese. It's green. It's the only color that matters. When you start fucking with people's money, they start to fucking come around. Now, do I think that the that, that Nevada will change their ways? I hope they do. I'm not going to hold my breath because I do believe in what Fred says. This is not counting Nevada anymore. This is the new California. And it really is. Now, another company. Now, this company, this isn't the one that I was talking about. There's a video going around right now uh, of a male Disney employee dressed as a fairy godmother apprentice while ushering children into a dress store, causing an uproar on social media. Here's the video. Hopefully. Oh, wait, we got mom's recipes first here. That looks like dog As you may know, you'll have to take more vitamins. No, I don't know. So my name's Nick. I'm one of Fairy Godmother's apprentices. I'm here to shop you around and make all your selections for the day. So they're they're showing off dresses, and this guy is showing little girls dresses. I thought Disney had done enough just to fucking piss everybody off. I mean, for God's sakes, today's the last day of Splash... Or yesterday was the last day of Splash Mountain. How do you close Splash Mountain? Like, seriously. Splash Mountain is one of the funnest rides. The the log ride, you're going to close down Splash Mountain. Like, at 10 o'clock last night, there was still, like, a six-hour wait. Closing down Splash Mountain. Damn trannies, they're causing all this. Now, this next story is very, very interesting. I saw this story, and I I knew I was going to do the story, and then I I saw a tweet about a video. (sighs) Boy, oh, boy. Ric Flair hasn't even closed Space Mountain. Amen to that. Chick-fil-A, one of my favorite places. I love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A sauce, delicious. Mm-mm. Chick-fil-A macaroni and cheese, one of the best. Oh, oh. Look here, look here. I, I don't recommend a lot of frozen meals. I'm just going to tell you right now, Marie Callender's Vermont cheddar with, uh, with breadcrumbs on top. Oh, that is magnifique. That shit is good. Had that yesterday. Oh, my God. Anyway, back to Chick-fil-A. Um... Accusations of wokeness has been leveled against Chick-fil-A. 
and a suggested boycott of the company. Now, I'm not down with all... Everybody's calling for boycotts. Dodgers are calling for boycotts. The Dodgers honoring some anti-Catholic group. If you want to boycott it, boycott it. I don't care. I I, I don't... The only boycotts that, that work, I have money attached to them. So anyway... The company's vice president uh, of DEI, Eric McReynolds, a longtime Chick-fil-A employee, has had DEI leadership roles since 2020. The DEI website, which is not new, stated that its core values of Chick-fil-A is that we need to do better together. Uh, I've been eating that, that white cheddar from last year. Oh, that thing is so good. And Chick-fil-A doesn't put enough pickles in their sandwich. Okay, well, you can ask for more pickles. Now, this, this story is going on because they have, uh, and, and I figured that all most companies are going to have this guy. And then I saw this tweet, the CEO of Chick-fil-A. I, I, this is the CEO of Chick-fil-A, um, Dan Cathy. And this is what he has to say. Some of our closing moments here, but a story that was shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in Texas. And uh, at that revival on the front seat was an older African-American, young, uh, older African-American man, man that was sitting there. And this young man got up that uh, was there in that service, and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes and uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some some personal action here. Maybe we need to give them a hug too, <laughs> brother. And some and some and some stock in Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I, I bought about 1,500 of these, and I gave it all our Chick-fil-A operators and staff a number of years ago. And uh, so any expressions of a contrite heart, of a sense of humility, a sense of shame, a sense of embarrassment, uh, beget with an apologetic heart. I think that's... So, well, hold on a second here. Uh, good morning, Sassy Pammy. Hey, Cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. There you go, Sassy Pammy. Good morning to you. That is from Urban Cowboy. Um, so the CEO thinks that white people should go around shining black people's shoes? Hmm. The in diversity and inclusion initiatives that 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 are happening the DEIs of all these companies who who said it um uh all DEI departments are woke and inclusive no one takes them serious lol 
Well, Chick-fil-A fans aren't happy about any of this. And I, I, I don't know if they're they're jumping to conclusions. But let's remember that, that Chick-fil-A has been rifled with like I said, I don't know I don't know what this is all about. Chick-fil-A notoriously paid millions and millions of dollars to stop gay marriage in California. And people were losing their minds. The gays were never going to eat at Chick-fil-A again. And now we got the CEO saying that they should be shining black people's shoes because we should feel embarrassed about. Why should we? Wait, wait, wait. Here's my question. Why should I feel embarrassed about it? I didn't do it. None of my family did it. I would have a hard time working. If the CEO came to me and handed me a shoe brush and said, hey, the next time you see, you know, a person of color in here shine their shoes, I'd be like, why? Do they tip? I mean, is this the way I'm going to make tips here? I don't know if they're trying to—look, look, look. I'm, I'm trying to be funny here and and bring a point here, but do black folks not eat at Chick-fil-A? I, I, I'm, I'm just asking. Is Chick-fil-A like a honky chicken place? Are, are you trying to grow the numbers at Chick-fil-A? Is that what you're doing because you're catering now to the African Americans and, and you believe that they eat more fried chicken than anybody? I, I'm, I'm saying I'm asking. I'm not trying to be a racist dick here. Yes, shine the free Nikes they stole from the last BLM riot. Well, but why why should I feel embarrassed about it? By the way, that was the way of the world then. Why should anybody feel embarrassed about it? I don't understand this show that's on television right now where they, they look back and, like, Don Cheadle found out that his family owned slaves at one point, and he's, he's devastated and crushed. Oh, why, why are you devastated? I don't understand why you're devastated and crushed over it. No, you probably aren't going to be dancing in the streets, but that was the way of the world then. You can't go back and punish people. And and last night, there was a, a great documentary right is on right now. By the way, Dark Side of the Ring premiered last night. Phenomenal. Uh, Chris Candido and uh, Sonny, Tammy Sitch. Woof, that was a good episode. But before that, I treat all people, not just black people, poorly because I'm an asshole. White panda won't shine shoes. Oh, we have another. Oh, my God. The white panda is not alone in the world. The the idea that we should feel guilty for something that happened 200 years ago or 100 years ago, 150 years ago, when none of us were alive and none of us had any say in it. But anyway, getting back to what I saw last night on TV, um, ESPN is running one of their 30 for 30s, and it's a really good one. It's a 30 for 30 on the TV show American Gladiators. We all remember American Gladiators, Zap, Nitro, Malibu, all the Gemini, all these fucking jacked up fucking wannabe pro football players who never made it. They weren't good enough to be pro wrestlers, but they'll just beat the shit out of regular folks on, on some sort of athletic field. 
And they had a gun that fired tennis balls at like 80 miles an hour, and they would like aim for people's eyes. And it was on, it was on like Saturday night at, at, at 10 o'clock or whatever. Laser, blazer, Adam Jay. Fucking American Idol was, or American Gladiators was awesome. But the dude who created the show and ran the show ran them people into the ground. Like, half of them aren't participating in this. Like, one of them said they were doing, they were, they were selling out stadiums. They were doing all this shit, right? And they were working about five days a week doing two shows a day. And they had to pay their own medical expenses. And they were making about 30 grand a year. Now, back then, 30 grand a year is a lot better than 30 grand a year is now. But still, for being on the road as much as they were. Um, Zach says, damn it, I missed it. No, no, it, part two is on tonight. So uh, if you check your ESPN, part two is on tonight. I don't know if they're going to run part one again, but check. Uh, it's worth watching. It was fantastic to watch. But all these people. We're talking about this last night. That show was the shit. I I was the running man without the... It was the running man without fatalities. It really was. And the athletes that they did get on are bitching and moaning about how badly they were treated. But they were all under contract, which means something. Which means they all had a contract in front of them. They saw the number that was in front of them. And they knew what was expected of them. And now they're holding back. They're saying, oh, this is so terrible that, that, that this was done. Well, we kind of knew it was probably terrible back then that it was going on, but you signed on for it and you're okay with it? Because you thought you, and, and from what I understand, there are a couple of them that thought they were like bigger than movie stars and, and like somebody had to tell them, look, man, you're an American gladiator. You're, 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 you're not Tom Cruise, buddy. Just settle down, Nitro. Uh, but fantastic! But once again, once again, we're trying to go uh, like like. There's a story of one of the chick uh, gladiators who was just completely jacked, right? Not not Zap. It was another one who had bigger hair. And the producers found out that she was a lesbian. Now let's remember the American Gladiator ran in the late '80s, early '90s, right? That that's about when the American Gladiator was on. Um, late 80s, early 90s was not a good time for the LGBTQ community. Well, as a matter of fact, they didn't have an alphabet back then. They were mainly glad, if anything, that people <laughs> recognized them. A little play on words there. Um, and they told this, this gladiator that you cannot bring your girlfriend in public or see that because that does not flow with the American gladiator idea of what a gladiator, a champion is, or that. No, no, Zap was not the lesbian. It was some other chick. Zap wasn't the lesbian. I know everybody thought that one was it, but I forget which chick it was. Icy or some bullshit name like that. And they're talking about it in today's terminology. Oh, that's so wrong that they wouldn't... But that was the way of the world back then. You didn't talk about that shit. There was a president that was applauded for a a policy called don't ask, don't tell, which means you hide it. So it was either bang or pow. Yeah, it was one of them. 
Vogler. Buenos dias, amigo. But once again, once again, we're told that, oh, this happened 30 years ago. I mean, we're talking about 30 years ago, and they're trying to bring up the the sins of the American gladiator creators now. The first lace was hot. They replaced her with a bodybuilder. They also had Siren, the deaf lady, LOL. Huh? Imagine she'd like my hat. But I'm watching this, and they're trying to crucify this guy who, who's still alive, who was a creator of the show, for all the money he made off the merchandise, off of everything that was in there. Well, yeah, that's part of Hollywood. I mean, we all knew that. No, do I do I do do I think that you should have made more? Well, sure, you were on TV, you were big stars, but see, that's why you get an agent. Because the entertainment business is a business. It's not called entertainment is for everybody. And I'm sorry that they had standards and practices involved back then. Or even back then to say morality clauses. And, and people go, oh, it's not immoral to be gay. Well, back in 1988 and 89 and 90, it sure as fuck was. I lived during that time. We, 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 we don't have a DeLorean to drive back in time and wave a magic wand and say sorry. What we know now is that it's wrong. Don't have to get that DeLorean and go, have, go back to the 1800s. Well, actually, we'll have to go back to the beginning of time when they started slavery. It's so goddamn dumb. It's not show friends, it's show business. You're absolutely right about that. But Chick-fil-A, try, I, I don't know what Chick-fil-A is trying to do. I honestly don't know. I don't get it. I don't get what they're trying to do because, honestly, it, it doesn't make sense. Even if we did and you used DeLorean, it would leave you shaking. <laughs> Who was the salami stuffer on American Gladiator? Was that Nitro? God damn, that show was awesome. That show, I mean, like the, my favorite event. Well, I, I like the 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 uh, the the gun, the tennis ball gun. That was fantastic. But I like when they had to try to stuff the ball into the movable uh, cages, and the gladiators were all like trying to tackle them, and it was just a gigantic version of Smear the Queer. It was four gladiators against one out-of-shape accountant. And did you notice that, they, that most of the people that ever competed on American Gladiators were not real, like, athlete-athletes? But, like, today, you couldn't have that show on because there are too many, there are too many you know, fitness fanatics that would go on to that show and they would put a damper on the, on the American Gladiators. You can see the announcers. Uh, this is Joe Earl from West Virginia. Uh, his his uh, his occupation, well, he says, is making moonshine, but don't tell the government. He is uh, going to be participating tonight in a pair of overalls. And you got these fucking jacked athletes. By the way, 
they they admitted last night that there might have been steroid use back then. I, I, isn't that crazy? What? What? There was steroid use on American Gladiator? Most of that show was such a safety issue. Oh, that entire show. They had a doctor on on the uh, documentary last night that said he went to producers after the second season, and he says, this week alone, I've had to treat more injuries than an entire season when I was the doctor of, and he wouldn't say which NFL team, but he said, when I was the doctor of an NFL team, an entire season. No way. Next, you'll say one of the female gladiators was gay. Well, I already did say that one. I mean, it's crazy. By the way, speaking of fast food, we were talking about Chick-fil-A a second ago and then got on this American Gladiator thing. See, this is what happens when people fuck around. You find out. The 2023 version would see the women's category dominated by people with tucked penises. Yeah. Um, millions of fast food workers could lose their jobs in the next five years thanks to AI. Holy shit! Artificial intelligence advances will allow robots and computer kiosks to replace the majority of fast food jobs within five or ten years, amounting to millions of job losses, according to an AI entrepreneur. Well, you fucked around and you found out, didn't you? Do, do do you have hope in this that this will work? Because what this does is it doesn't allow me to yell at someone. See, this, this is my problem with AI. Let's say I were to go to the AI-run kiosk of McDonald's, and there's a computer making my burger, there's a computer taking my card, taking my money, whatever. I guess we can't use cash because... Unless the robots know how to count, which, by the way, the kids don't, but that's what these jobs are for to teach them, but I'll get to that in a minute. So we got robots doing everything, right? Let's say I get my double cheeseburger, my two double cheeseburgers. My go-to meal now at McDonald's is this, is double, two double cheeseburgers, no pickles, and then I combine them to make a four-piece, and, and I love it. It's one of my favorite things, and it's a guilty pleasure I have. Now, what happens if I get to my table, if I get, if I check my order, and I see pickles on there? Who do I get to yell at? Who, who, who do I get to yell at? Who do I get to say, who's the numbnuts that put on these fucking pickles? Do you not understand English? Because I know AI is going to understand English. Who can I fucking put down? You know what else this is going to do? I'm against this. I'm against this because this is going to limit the number of fist fights that we see at Popeyes and other eating establishments. Come on, 
I live for the videos of the people crawling through the drive-thru because they didn't get enough shrimp in their fried rice. I don't want to live in a world where people can't attack fast food workers. Once again, another guilty pleasure. Oh, well, I'll take the pickles. Oh, I, I, I'm sure that you would. Uh, can AI replace... God damn it. Adele? When I say the, the name Adele, what comes to mind? Hello? Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. <laughs> the machine will come with a loogie hawking feature. Now, let's talk about the realness here, the seriousness of it. Do you know why fast food places have been successful? Do you know why people go, it's not for the food. It's for convenience. And also, it's a sense to help the next generation. Way, way down deep in you, you know that you're doing the right thing by going to the... Because these places used to hire 16-year-old kids and give them their first job, their first taste of the work world. Where kids would learn some responsibility, they would, they would learn some work ethic, you would hope. This is all Gen, all Gen X did all that. But the, they learned and it got them work experience. They knew how to show up on time, they knew how to clock in. They, they knew that, that if they stayed late, they'd get paid overtime. They knew all this stuff. Where are they going to work now? Where is your 16-year-old supposed to get a job now? It's all the fast food places. Because once one fast food place goes with this, and maybe it's a success, everybody's going to do it. Back in the day, the best fights happened at Chuck E. Cheese. Ours was super good. Oh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese can never go all AI because the rat will come alive and it'll start killing people. And I don't want that because I saw that shitty Nick Cage movie. That movie was creepy as hell. But why are we doing this? Why are we? I, 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 is this more convenient? Do you think this will work better? What happens when the electricity goes out? A, a serious question here. Serious question. Let's say there's a big storm and all the electricity goes out. And you're driving around. You want something to eat? I, I, I mean, do you have to wait? Like until, I, I mean, until a breaker gets switched on? Who's going to switch the breaker on? The owner? How long does he know if, like, the, the, the electricity goes out in the middle of the night and you, you, you pop a breaker at the McDonald's and it don't come back on? Well, McDonald's ain't open the next day. Hey, I can't clean puke. Amen. Uh, the, duh, the kid's job is to protest and screech and fight wrongs instead of being in school. It, 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 it's truly, truly... I, I think it's stupefying. And by the way, these companies are not doing this because, well, we want to do this. Because I imagine this is going to cost them a pretty penny. 
I bet you the initial costs are going to be exorbitant. But what they'll do is they'll go to their highly paid accountants and they'll go, okay, five years, does this pay for itself? If the answer is yes, that it pays for itself in five years or less, I would probably say three years or less, then every fast food place will go that way. Because you have to think about it. There are some states, California, is telling fast food places they have to pay 20 to $25 an hour. They have to pay that. Well, if I have 10 employees, that's $200 an hour I'm, I'm using to stay open. If I'm open for from 5 in the morning till, I don't know, I, 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 we're talking about thousands of dollars a day in just pay. Not to mention the training. Who brings the shit in? Do the truck drivers bring the shit in? Do then the robots know how to, like, stack it and put it in the right place? Make sure they got enough Big Mac sauce? I'm very very curious about all this. What you're saying is AI will guarantee that you never mess up my order. Because if there's nobody there to fix it, then what am I supposed to do? Bubba, stop it. I wonder if AI will be in the back ignoring customers (laughs) and messing, jabbering at each other. Probably. (laughs) The AI robots are going to be out smoking, drinking Valvoline. (laughs) By the way, speaking of California. Finally, somebody has got on the question that I've been asking since the announcement was made. The Wall Street Journal, pretty reputable source, I would say. The Wall Street Journal is bashing California for a gas car ban, asking why Americans can't buy the cars they want. Well, all I got to say to that is... See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. The Wall Street Journal gets it. They're pretty good at business. I've been saying, well, why are we telling Americans what they can and can't drive? What they can and cannot purchase? The Wall Street Journal's editorial board bashed California on the gas-powered car ban as the Biden administration continues its crackdown on vehicles, including some Jeeps. They argue that California and the regulations on gas cars are heavily-handed attempt to force Americans to adopt electric vehicles. Duh. So once again, once again, and by the way, It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm just going to tell you right now, this is going to be a major. Somebody needs to get in office before 2035 and rescind this bill in California. Every time I talk about this bill, I have to say the exact same things. The power grid won't handle it. it. First of all, it won't handle it by itself. PG&E is not going to let this happen. Do you know why? Because PG&E controls the, the electricity in the state of California. If it's a real windy day and they turn off the electricity, 
how are you supposed to charge your car? By rubbing it backwards on the carpet 58 times? Good luck. To the people that that buy Teslas and, and all kinds of electric cars, more power to you. You want to drive an electric car? Fantastic. The hybrids were, like, like, if I were to drive anything, it would probably have been a hybrid because you can put gas in that too, which means you can continue a 300-mile and 350-mile trip in one day. You can't do that with a fucking all-electric car. That car goes 300 miles, and you better hope you get close and there ain't a whole lot of traffic. But once again, power grid's not going to fucking hold up. Where are you going to charge these vehicles? Are we going to force companies now to build charging stations at work? The answer to that is yes. How much will that cost? See, these are the things that people need to think about in the future. Okay, I've got an electric vehicle. Um... I charged it last night at home for four hours, not all the way charged. I'm going to drive it to work, which is 30 miles away. And then I'm going to let it sit all day while I work and not charge. Well, I think my workplace should have... And by the way, does the workplace pay? Does this go on the workplace's electric bill? Just wondering. This is where... This is where we always jump the shark with good ideas. Is this a good idea? I think it's a good idea for some people. I think there are some people that that really want to contribute and do this kind of stuff, and I think, hey, more power to them. But it's not cost-feasible. It's not reality-feasible. We don't have enough cobalt yet. No matter how many African tribesmen are digging right now in the Congo, no, no, no matter what, we don't have enough. No matter what they say on 60 Minutes about that place south southeast of San Diego that has the cobalt and all the shit that they can get from the ground there, then what? What, ha- what happens... When the batteries go out. Hmm? Where do we put them? I saw a really great picture the other day of, uh, you know those gigantic fucking wings or, or fans that are on the, uh, the, the, so the, the wind power turbines? You know, those, they're, they're gigantic. They're bigger than airplane wings. You've all seen them transported, right? They're on like these gigantic trucks. Now, when one of those breaks or when one of those fails, guess what? You can't recycle them. Do you know what they do with them? They have a graveyard for them. They bury them in the ground. Now, I can't think that that's very good for the environment. But once again, I'm only a stupid podcaster. I don't know. I I don't know enough. Wait till the tweakers figure out how to steal all the copper out of the charging stations. Yep. Oh, it, it, it's going to be a nightmare. It is going, and this is why I'm glad I live in an oil state. Thank God I live in an oil state. All right, what was I going to play here? No, I'll, I'll save that one. 
Now we can save. Uh, um, all right. Now I tell you how the rest of the world always watches us, always pays attention to us. And a lot of people think I'm wrong. Also, solar panels are radioactive after they're running their cycle life. Well, that's wonderful to know. Let's bury those in the ground, too. Um, the country of Latvia celebrated yesterday as the government decided to make Monday, or I'm sorry, this is on Monday, they celebrated over the weekend and took it into Monday. They made it a national holiday because the Latvian hockey team defeated the United States 4-3 to in overtime in the bronze medal of the IIHF World Championship. Some of the world still reveres us. This is for a bronze medal. This means you're not even the best loser. You're the second best loser. And you're going to celebrate by giving everyone in your country the day off because you beat the Americans in hockey. Now, I have no problem with that. I, th- I think that's fantastic. And that, that's the kind of story right there that makes me still proud to be a little bit of an American because some people still realize that we're a big dog. But Latvia, we lost to Latvia. I mean, come on. Latvia? Isn't that where Latka from Taxi was from? Latvia? I mean, they don't even have a Disneyland there. Special Kale says some accomplishment. I welcome the AI robots if it means I can get a sausage McMuffin at 2 p.m. Now, now a Trash Panda? I'm going to tell you this right now. If McDonald's goes the way of all AI, they better make breakfast available all day, and they better bring back. I I think I might have to go to the corporate office and and start a petition to bring back the fried apple pie. I really really do want to go on a campaign to bring back the fried apple pie. And if you're nice to me, I'll throw the cherry pie in there, too. Because these baked pies, you want to know why, McDonald's, you're losing money? Is because you're selling shit. Get rid of the salads. Poof, gone. The fucking coffee, I don't understand, but you're still going to sell that. And get rid of the damn baked goods. Just get rid of the fucking baked goods, for God's sakes. Give us the fried apple pies back. My God in heaven. He's fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, Just a great guy and Ah. really... uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory mm-hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're out. I appreciate that. She said, if they don't have a Disneyland, then I'm not opposed to moving there. Sounds like heaven. Oh, yes. A year-round McRib? Yes. Absolutely. Year-round McRib, fried apple pie, no salad. You're welcome, McDonald's. McDonald's CEO is going to be driving around in a pure diamond Lamborghini. Thanks to my initiatives. You're welcome. All right. Listener mail is coming up next. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You still got time to write if you want to write. And boy, oh boy, wait till letter number two. Uh. 
carpenter's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car. They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Well, I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. But those people keep a moving, and that's what tortures me. gave us the idea to come down here. This is a song about a guy that... probably did as much for our kind of music as anybody. Well, the honky-tonks in Texas were my natural second home. Where you tip your hat to the ladies and San Antonio I grew up on music that we call Western Swing It don't matter who's in Austin Bob Wills is still the king Lord, I can still remember the way things were back then in spite of all the hard times, I'd live it all again. Hear the Texas Playboys and Tommy Duncan sing. Makes me proud to be from Texas, where Bob Wills is still a king. It's the home of country music On that we all agree But when you cross that old Red River Horse That just don't mean a thing But once you're down in Texas Bob Wills is still a king
never been there Then I guess you ain't been told That you just can't live in Texas Unless you got a love soul It's the home of Willie Nelson The home of Western Swain He'll be the first to tell you Bob Wills is still the king This show's got more ass on it than a public toilet Probably more diseases too The Arnie State Show Call 775-357-FANS Alright, welcome back to the big show Here on a beautiful A glorious, a wonderful Yes, I'm stalling for time Guess what day it is There you go It's hump day, we all know it's hump day There you go, it's hump day, I said it Hump day, hump day, hump day Happy hump day to you tomorrow We're about to do listener mail Brought to you by our friends at Jazz Force Go through all the whole spiel here in a second uh, tomorrow is the six-year anniversary of this show, so we'll be talking a lot about that tomorrow uh, with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. So please, if you don't want to miss the show, don't miss the show. Uh, time for Listener Mail, which is brought to you by our dear friends at JS Flooring, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, my gosh, the rest. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, ju- I, I just found this out. The, the, the rest, they like to meet with you. But instead of giving you some sort of quote, what they like to do is they like to chloroform you. And then they'll sell you to a cult of sea lions who worship senior gangbangs. Yes, that's right. There is a cult out there of sea lions that worship senior citizen gangbang videos. It's disgusting. And they're selling you to those people. You know who doesn't do that? My friend Jesse at JS Floors. My friend Jesse at JS Floors has no idea who a sea lion is. He wouldn't know how to traffic you to a sea lion. If he if he saw a sea lion, he would probably shoot it, or offer to build it the best floor it ever had. And that's what he'll do for you. Give him a call at seven seven five two six seven four one two three. He will not kidnap you, and he will not sell you to the sea lion people. I promise you. I promise you that. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, Cowboys Girl says, um, uh, I've been excited about this email since yesterday. I've been so patient. Let's go. You got you to wait for one more. It's the second email. The rest shop at Target. <laughs> Now, I got to help somebody first. We, we, we got to be helpful first before we destroy somebody. And since we're on the anniversary show, or, or, or on the, the eve of the anniversary show, I'm going to do the, my, my, my two favorite ones. Um, hold on now. I got to find them because I didn't do my job earlier and prep everything. Uh, so let's see. We got to go. Oh, there's one. Okay. We, 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 we found that one. Okay, there we go. Okay. All right. Uh, rest shop at Target and come to your house tucked and want to read stories to your children about which bathroom they use and why. The rest drink Bud Light. You guys are awesome. All right, here we go. Let's help this person, shall we? And, yes, I've got to dip in right now. 
got some problems I can help you uh, Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can't help you out Ask me now Ask me now Before I fuck a cow I told you I'd do it And now I've done it I'm fucking a cow I'm fucking a cow You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious Fat and fatter is what you've become Don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out Ask me now, ask me now Before I fuck a But I'll still do it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow You hear my voice in the morning hours Miss me The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you hear me say all the words like fucking shit Cock and con Ask me now Ask me now I see Another cow You know I'm gonna do it I'm right behind it I'm fucking a cow I'm fucking a cow Ask me now, ask me now Please save this poor cow I'm not stopping till I'm popping Fucking a cow, fucking a cow There you go. Now that that right there is what we call solid gold. But now we're 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 gonna take it to the ladder of platinum. Because six years ago tomorrow, the first song I ever played on this show was this song, and now it is one of the most popular Ask Arnie songs, so we'll do it. For my dad. Now it's time to ask, ask him a question. He's fat, really, really fat. He looks like a goddamn building. He eats. 
he likes each and everything on the buffet. You ask him now, he'll fuck a cow and eat a Sunday. Regrets, I've had a few. You know the one called Satana. A fucking slut Some even call her a cunt But ask him right now Or he will fuck a cow And again Is it normal to have a tear down my cheek? Yes.
It's okay. These songs are soothing to the soul. That's that. That's my job. Now we got to help somebody out. So here we go. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, wait, I already did Welcome to Mail Call. Yeah, I already did that. Uh, dear Arnie, I just want to say how much I enjoy your show. You bring wonderful insights and entertainment daily. With that said, I need your help. You see, I'm new again to the dating world after a terrible marriage and divorce, and I really need, all caps, some advice on how to find an actual man in the year 2023. Your fan for life, Stacy. Well, boy, that's a tough question. Uh, I'm a man, so I don't know how to pick up another man, so I really can't help you there. But what I can help you with is men of the 2023s. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Honestly, this has got to be one of the worst times for dating, especially for women. Because we don't have real men anymore. And and there's a big reason we don't have men anymore, and it's because men suck. Men have sucked since the beginning of time, I'm not going to lie. But men really suck now, and, and a lot of that has to do not with only them and their natural sucking ability. Adam J says, leave the country. Fred says, ask your mom. Stacy's mom's got it going on. I was waiting for one of those. Um, the way that, that gentlemen, uh, I don't want to say gentlemanness because that's not a word. Chivalry. Chivalry is, is something that was, was ostracized. Being a gentleman was ostracized for the longest time, so people didn't raise their sons to be gentlemen, so you got a bunch of boobs out there now. And guys that are gentlemen are probably scooped up as soon as possible. Uh, You're out, says, here's my dating advice. Don't date. It ain't worth it. And everyone lies on dating apps. Leave it up to chance or your friends. You know, I think that's some fantastic advice. (laughs) Now, probably not what Stacey wanted to hear. But let, let it happen. Let it happen. Let it just happen. Don't go on the dating. Hey, look, look. Stacy. if you're looking to get a booty call or something, then you can go on, what was it, School of Fish or Snapped or wh- whatever these dating sites. I don't even know what they are. Don't, it, I, the only one I remember is Tinder, and that was terrible. Trash Panda. Doing his service here. Uh, He says, just a heads up, Trash Panda is always available for booty calls. No, you're not. You just celebrated 25 years, you jackass. That better be Trash Panda Jr. you're talking about. Um, Don't go looking for it. Guys, date all you want, but for fuck's sake, don't get married. That shit ruins everything, okay? Um... Uh, wow, six years. Uh, this is Zach. He says, I remember when you and me were talking about this after the ESPN station paid you off. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. Cowboys Girl says, don't try to find it. Just go do your things you love to live life. Try to be happy and work on yourself. Then if you meet a guy, then you'll be even better person. I, I, think, I, I think that's the best thing. I, I mean, 
do people even meet people in bars anymore? Is that even a thing? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm very happy right now. I, I, I have the perfect person. God, she's going to love hearing that. But she has to remember that she has the perfect person as well. Um, I disagree. Certain dating sites, yes, but there are some legit dating sites. I dated a dirtbag for four years, broke up, and got on Hinge. Met my match. I think focusing every ounce on you uh, is unhealthy, but some effort is necessary. Okay. That, that's great advice. Stacy and I suggest I get uh, <laughs> getting a boob job and the rest will work itself out. Uh, I didn't date at all after my marriage. I ended up meeting my man of a good friend's house. That's sweet, Arnie. Yes, I, I, I look. I wasn't looking for it. I didn't want it. I, did, I didn't want anything to do with it. I was done. I'm not done. I'm very happy now. Stacy, you, you can find that happening. You, look, look. First of all, first of all, who said who said working on themselves? Um, work on yourself. Yeah. yeah, do work on yourself and and. I'm not saying it will happen, but if it doesn't happen and you're help and you're happy, and that's all that matters. If you need somebody to be happy, then find somebody. Go right ahead. But I will say this. Don't go looking for it. Find a single guy in the radio, Arnie Radio Mixler chat board, LOL. <laughs> now that's funny. I like that. That's funny shit right there. Uh, Stacy, I, I hope that helped. <sighs> oh, man, I can't imagine how rough it is out there now. God almighty. All the fucking dirt bags, and you got to fucking check to see if they got a wiener or not. I mean, I mean guys, you got to check and check, make sure the girl that you're, you know, messing around with ain't got a, you know, a, a gigantic set of balls. As far as bar goes, I met my wife at a church Oktoberfest. Does that count? Yes, it does count. It, it totally does. Look, I, I just did, but you met your wife a long time ago. Um, that's why Indians do arranged marriages, because if it goes to shit, you can blame your parents. Okay. Turn that off. Uh, let's see. You should continue to want to grow. There you go. All right. All right. Now, now it's time for. She fucking hates me. Just she fucking hates me. La, 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 la. She fucking hates me. Just she fucking hates me. La, 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 la. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? All right. Neurout says, I'll be honest here. I'm seeing someone whom I've known for about eight years, never considered dating him. Just been friends. Uh, when I moved back to Reno, we ran into each other again. Our friends kept joking that he was my boyfriend. Now, y'all need to probably be sitting down to here. He's white. Holy shit. Holy cow. My God. Oh, dear God. Woof. Whoa. Whoa. My goodness. Um, I'll give you a moment. Regardless of that, I told him he still needs to court me and make an effort. Just because we're already friends doesn't mean he doesn't mean he doesn't get to make an effort. And he has. That's all I'm saying about that. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Giggity, giggity, giggity. That's awesome news, Rob. 
Um, you're out to be honest. Were you the girl on airplane? <laughs> All right. This letter is from Ethan. It says, Arnie, after your rant on the national anthem on Monday, I finally decided to write you. You see, I have listened to you for years and years and have always wanted to say how much I disagree with you on your take on the national anthem. Now, let me put a pen in that. Yesterday, we went over Jewel singing the national anthem at the Indianapolis 500. And to say it was burning cat shit would be a compliment. And uh, I played the national anthem, and everyone agreed that it was terrible. And then we talked about the worst national anthem of all time, the fray. And I even asked the question, what's worse, messing up the words or making it your own? And the consensus was making it your own was worse to do than to the national anthem. This is where the letter gets really amusing to me, and I get to bite back. I think every artist has the right to do the song the way they see fit in doing so. And it shouldn't be as cookie cutter as you seem to think it should be. This is the one thing that I've always disliked about you and your closed-mindedness on the topic. And I really think that you should grow the fuck up. I'm sorry. Let me let me do this. Um, and I think that you should really... You need to grow the fuck up. Ethan. Can you hear me rubbing my hands together like Mr. Miyagi? Okay. Let, let, let me let me let, let, let me handle this first. Um, you disagree with me? That's fine. I don't care. It, I, I, want, I want people to have spirited debate with me. I love it. I love it. Braddy Kid just nailed him with a awe, oh, bless your heart. Ethan <laughs> is what we call retarded. Sanchez family says, fuck off. Wow, that is really a strong opinion over the national anthem, LOL. This is what he picks to battle about. Wow. Arnie's about to fix the knee of America. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to. Okay, so uh, you disagree with me, and you've disagreed with me for years, but finally you had enough. So you're obviously a Jewel fan. Okay, so I pissed off a Jewel fan. Whoa, lo and behold, the bitch needs to get braces, first of all. But I won't do personal attacks on her just yet. Every artist has the right to do the song the way they... Now, did I yesterday, did I at once call for police interaction? Did I call for the federal government to swoop in on Black Hawk helicopters and, and come down and shoot her for singing the national anthem wrong? Did, did, did I invite any law enforcement to show up at the Indianapolis 500 and drag her off the stage, hopefully beating her and Derek Chauvaning her? Zach says, I swear, this isn't some pop song. It's a national anthem. I swear, you know, women need to drop the I don't need a man attitude also. Okay. Earlier. Arnie, you said black cock. Ethan must have eaten some offended flakes the other day. Jesus, dude, take the tampon out. Worry about moving out of your parents' house. I'm hoping Ethan's listening. If Ethan's listening and he wants to call, please call. 775-357-FANS. 
Um, so, so you do have the he, Ethan. You're absolutely right there. But here's where you fucked up. It's not just me. You see, you see, people hold that song. A lot of Americans hold reverence to that song. They think that song is quite important, especially on a day when we're celebrating the people that died for this country. Now, there are plenty of veterans that died for Jewel to be able to sing that song we want, but here's the one big part. I can say whatever the fuck I want about it. When Jewel releases a shitty album, am I not allowed to say that's a shitty album? Because her interpretations of songs I don't care for? So I have to like everything she does. I'm not allowed to speak out about how bad something is. And by the way, let, let, let's just go ahead and do this shit, shall we? Let, let, let's just do it. I mean, Ethan, if you want it on, it's going to be fucking on. Let's see. Jewel National Anthem. Wow, look at that. First thing that comes up. Uh, here we go. That just scared me. Ladies and gentlemen. Just, just stop it. Okay, it was a dog shit version of the national anthem. The end. Okay, my opinion. Now, I have said on this show, how many times have I said on this show, my opinions are mine and mine only. I'm not telling you how to think. I'm not telling you to go out and burn jewel records. Not. I haven't. I, did I say that yesterday? No, I didn't. I didn't say to do that. I said it sucked. I thought it was horrible. I would never ask her to do a national anthem again. Now, she has a lot of fans for some odd reason. I don't know. None are dentists, obviously. But for you to come out and say that I'm closed-minded on this topic, well, let me just say, you're goddamn right. You are goddamn right. I am closed-minded about that subject. Where the hell is it? I thought it was in here. The goddamn right. Shit, now I can't find that. Come on, Arn. No, it ain't in there. Ain't in there. Drops? I mean, Ethan... You need to stop being such a cunt. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the first thing there for you. Um... I'm sorry, I'm trying to find this. You're goddamn right. Well, I can't find it, so whatever. Um, this is a horrible rendition right there with Fergie at the Warriors game. Yeah, so if any Army veteran doesn't like the way she sang it, Ethan's going to tell him to grow the fuck up. Ethan, are you drinking Bud Light and shopping at Target? Their show is a giant infomercial for dick Botox and other <laughs> retarded shit. He's listening to another show. He can't be one of your listeners. <laughs> Ethan's mad because they took his clothing away. And by, and on top of that, Arnie hasn't grown up in over 50 years. You think he's going to start now? Fuck no. Retainers. 
Don't fuck with Jewel fans. They'll throw their commemorative retainers at you. Oh, that's funny. Out of all the stuff you've said over the last year, six years, Jewel is where we draw the line. I know, right? Jewel's rendition of the national anthem is what got Ethan going. Ethan is most likely an Adele fan. Uh, I'll give you that one here. Uh, we'll just do this. Hello. It's me. I was wondering no, I if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I, I don't. Uh, Ethan, serious question here. Based on learned psychology, are you just mad that your name is Ethan? You need just you need your cranberry juice. Yeah, it's good for your periods. Look, Ethan, if this is the hill that you want to die on, I'll gladly kill you on this hill. All right, remember people are being shut down on their take over the new Little Mermaid movie. Not Christopher. Christopher fucking ripped that movie apart. Our movie guy, Christopher, mm-mm, he didn't like that movie. Let me tell you. And I gotta say, Christopher. You're the man. You are. I, I, you don't know this. I, I, I texted Christopher this morning because there were three movies that came out this weekend. Little Mermaid, The Machine by Burt Kreischer, and About My Dad with Sebastian Manicosco and Robert De Niro. Oh, by the way, Al Pacino knocked up his 29-year-old girlfriend. 82-year-old and 29-year-old. Gross. Anyway. 89. He's, 80, oh, he's 82. She's 29. But Christopher reviewed The Little Mermaid. He went and saw The Little Mermaid, and, and he knew there were a bunch of movies out, but he didn't review any other movies this weekend, and I wasn't able to get to the movies, and it's no big deal. Christopher saw Beyond. He, he, he knew what movie was going to make movie. Little Mermaid made $95 million this weekend. Christopher picked the perfect movie to review because The Machine and the other movie didn't even make $10 million combined. So good job on Christopher's part there. Um, if they're ruining people over that, it's stupid because from everything I've heard, The Little Mermaid is terrible. Now, getting back to the national anthem. You can do the national anthem any way you want it. You can do any song any way you want it. But you see, not everybody's going to like it. From the movie Ocean's Eleven, maybe it's not your brand of vodka. Now, a lot of people like to speak out. Now, I hold the national anthem, and I hold the flag very near and dear to my heart. Maybe it's because I was raised by a man who fought in the military. Maybe it's because I love our country. Maybe it's because I have a lot of friends who are willing to sacrifice everything for this country. And I think the, the least amount that I can do for them is stand up, remove my hat, and sing the national anthem the way it was meant to be sung as a march. If you don't believe in that, then fine. Go to, go to your hippie bars and do the national anthem any way you fucking want to. But when you go on an, an, a, a worldwide stage, because the Indy 500 is worldwide. Ethan, let me ask you this. What do you think would happen in China, China, 
if somebody decided to make the Chinese national anthem their own, what do you think would happen? What do you think would happen if that happened in North Korea? In North Korea, he'll probably he'll probably aim an anti-aircraft missile at you and shoot you with it. Good old Kim Jong fat fuck. We're not killing Jewel over it. I'm bashing her for it because it was a terrible rendition of the song. And I'm sorry, Ethan, that I hurt your vagina. Yes, because let, let, let's all just remember that Ethan has... Vagina. Yeah. If you're going to tell me to grow the fuck up, then I am going to resort to childish name-calling games. Since you think I'm a child and you want to treat me like a child, then I'll be like a child, you doo-doo face. So, Ethan, I pose a challenge to you. I challenge you to retort my retort. Let's see if you got some stones. Let's see if you're man enough to go on and continue this fight with me. I double dog dare you. Boom. Pitbull's version. <laughs> you know what? We haven't done this in a while. Um, wait, wait, wait. Now, God damn it, where is everything? Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, Pitbull's version of Africa's national anthem is worse. Disappear like Banksy from ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. Three oh five till I die, baby. Three oh five till I die. Not even, uh, not even that. Imagine in England if they did that for God bless the king or God save the queen or God save the queen, whatever the fucking national anthem is. God, I hate this fucking song. Oh, it's terrible. Call in, no pussy email. Hey, call in, write in, fucking write on Mexler. I dare you. So if I don't like any Jewel albums, I guess I'm a bad guy, according to Ethan. Every version. Oh, I'm not a fan of the Toto version either. I promise you that. I can't. I can't stand the. the I, I that whole song. Triple dog dare Ethan to call you, but his vagina is keeping his Bud Light warm, so he can't stand up. All right, we'll see what happens. Well, hey, hey, I read the letter. I, I, I answered him. I think he's an absolute moron, an abject moron, if you will. Um, don't don't fuck the national anthem. Don't fuck with the national. Just don't. Don't fuck with. I I hate. Look look here. You have every right to 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 do the song the way you want to do. It. I I don't disagree with that. But I have every right to criticize you for it. You see, once again, once again, you dumb fuckers like Ethan. Ethan, you dumb motherfucker. Oh, I hope I'm pissing you off this morning. I hope you're so mad that you have to call your therapist and your mommy or your two mommies, however you were raised. I'm not judging. Um, 
you're one of the morons in this world that goes around spouting out all these rights you think you have. Oh, I have the right to do this. I have the right to do that. I have this right. I have that right. No, you don't. You have rights, yes, and, and these artists have rights. But you see, when you fuck around and you, you use your rights, there are consequences. There are actions. People are going to boo Jewel for this, and rightfully so. You see, there are consequences. Nobody wants to believe in consequences anymore. There are no consequences. And I blame the Gen X families that started the whole bullshit. If the kid was fucking up in a store, when they would count to three and they would go one, two, and mama would never get to three. Two and a quarter, two and nine sixteenths. Do you know my mom, I don't even think my mom knew how to count. If she said Arnie stopped doing that and I didn't stop doing that, I got whacked across the ass immediately. There was none of this wait for the beating to happen. The beating was going to happen. You learn after one or two times. Even the new Breton Blaster. <laughs> Gab went to a Lizzo concert. What the fuck sure has changed? But let me tell you about Lizzo. I, I, I want to tell you something about Lizzo. All you motherfuckers, I saw a great meme, and it's true. All you motherfuckers that go out and say Lizzo is hot and Lizzo is attractive, then you women, when you say that about Lizzo, and I say you look like Lizzo, you can't get mad. The end. Before they boo Jewel, they first must know who Jewel is. Oh... Arnie, I never got a warning. I just got whacked and told, why are you crying? I'll give you something to cry about after that smack. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, that was a, that was a common phrase. I'll give you something to cry about. I swear to God. The, the, yeah, hey, Ethan, Ethan, look, look. When your therapist calms you down and gets you off the fucking clock tower where you're going to start shooting people and you're going to blame me for it, then they're going to ban AR-15s and then they're going to come after me. You, you said something to me, and I'm going to return that favor right back to you. Um, you need to grow the fuck up. Your whole generation does. Each and every one of you need to grow up. You don't understand what consequences are. And there's still enough of us that are willing to show that. Ask Target. Ask Bud Light. Ask Coles here real soon. Ask them about the consequences. Target has every right to sell whatever they want. Look what's happening to them. Bud Light can get anybody they want to sponsor their product. Hell, they could have got O.J. Simpson to sponsor their product, and I don't think it would have had the backlash that this did. Those are called consequences. You're going to tell Bud Light drinkers they have to drink Bud Light now, even though... The, the lady at Bud Light said, we don't want our old clients anymore. This is the stupidity of our country. Truly, the stupidity of our country rests in the idea that there are no consequences anymore. And I'm here to tell you, you new parents out there, let me give you some advice. I'm, I've never been a parent, but, but I, I saw a great parent in action. I saw two great parents in action 
for about 18 years. Well, 26 until my mom died. 25 until my mom died. Because they're still parents after you're 18. They're still your parents. Um, there are parents that parents need. You need to teach your kids there are consequences. And sometimes those consequences are painful consequences. If you burn a flag in front of me, the police ain't going to come to you, and they are, they are not going to arrest you. You've got that going for you. Now, I say I, w- I would call the police if I were you, because if you're going to burn a flag in front of me, I am going to kick the living shit out of you. Now, see, that's a consequence. Now, I don't have the right to do that, which is fine, because then I will gladly accept my consequences of getting arrested. I'll happily do that. No problem. No problem whatsoever. And then I'll let the courts decide. And if I was wrong, then I'll have to grow up a little bit and understand that I can't assault everyone that burns a flag. My dad had the mentality of an old school cop, shoot first, warn later. Now we count down for our kids, and they have reached zero for serious shit. And I've had to put up with the piteous wailing of their punishments. Mm. I was watching a Lizzo video the other day before I realized it was Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. All right, next letter here. We'll move on from this asshole. Ethan, once again, you know the email address. Please, you know. Hit me up. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I was just wondering, do they ever limit the number of people that can throw their hat in to run for president? It seems that everyone who has an R in front of their name is running all of a sudden. That's from Barry. Yes, there are so many people now. I mean, you got Trump. You got DeSantis. You got President Swami. Uh, you got some other billionaire running, saying, you know, he wants to get rid of the IRS and shit like that. Some real Jim Jones-looking fella. Uh, I know Chris Christie has thrown his hat in the ring. And I think there's a few other. Uh, the, the black guy that they pretty much called Uncle Tom on a, on The View the other day. No. The answer is no, they don't limit it. What, what happens is they'll have a primary, they'll have a caucus in Iowa, and we'll see where the percentages are for these people, where, where the percentages are for the Republicans' GOP party. And if somebody has a very, very low number or percentage of people that are interested in them, they'll usually pull out of them that then there due to the fact that running for president is a very, very expensive thing, and if you're not showing signs that you could possibly win, your war chest, your, your, your funding, goes away. Um, it's simply to water down the Trump run won't work. I, I don't, uh, Gold, I'm going to disagree with you politely on that. This happens on both sides. When, when Trump ran in 2016, you remember the Democratic side was wide open. It, Kamala Harris was in there. Biden was in there. They, they, had like, they had like 13 people at first. Arnie, you just said pull out. Um, and I think the Republican Party is doing the exact same thing. The main players, it's going to come down to, and, and I know that people like old Swami, 
I, I can't get on, on board with Swami. It's going to come down to DeSantis and Donald Trump. That's who it's going to come down to. We'll see what happens. Why would these 1% polling candidates even bother wasting their money? Ken Dog, you should ask Kamala Harris because she got 2%. The re, uh, Ken Dog, I've got an answer for you. Because it could lead to the vice presidency. And it did. Kamala Harris, even in the home state of California, got 2%. 2. 2% of Democrat votes. 2. Yet she got picked to be vice president. Now, if I'm the person that got four, I'd be like, what the fuck are you picking her for? Yes, it also leads to uh, appointments or congressional seats. Absolutely. This is just them figuring out what they're paying for now or what their war chest, what their supporters are going to pay for them to do. That's all it is. Chris Christie is not a real candidate for president of the United States. I'm just here to tell you that. As, as much as I like what Swami is saying, I'm going to say he's not a real candidate. There are two real candidates on the Republican side. Now, if Chip Roy were to get involved, and there, there's a black guy, a, a, a larger black guy, not the black guy that's running, but a larger black guy, I don't, I don't know his name right now. Um, hold on a second. Let's see if I can find it here. I thought I saw him online this morning. Um, um, I don't see him. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, he's a big fella, and he just—he doesn't—he—he's not putting up with this shit. I like him. By the way, uh, it's bad when 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 what Dawson from Dawson's Creek criticizes the president. He's, re- he's blasting Biden for not having debates between the Democrats who are running for president. We've already heard the Democrats will not have debates between candidates and the incumbent. Byron Dan Donalds, that's it, V. Coop, thank you. I like Byron Dan- Donalds. I like him a lot. He's a guy who does not fuck around. I think he's a little too young still, a little too green in 2020, the Democrats had 20-plus people remembering the first debates had to be split into two nights. That's right. Uh, you don't think Tim Scott has a small, small chance? I don't. I don't. I think that, that I know that everybody is saying that Trump is going to pick the chick from uh, Arizona to be his running mate. I think that's a bad pick on his part. And the reason why I think this is my reasoning for it being a bad part. First of all, she lost the governorship. And look, look, there's all kind of hooey-dooey going on in Arizona. I already know. I got it. Um, but I think th- you need optics. And I, I hate to be this guy, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now. The optics are this. Donald Trump wins convincingly if he gets a person of color to run with him. If he gets somehow gets, it, I honestly think that Kamala Harris has hurt the women of color. I really do. If I had to think politic wise, I think that that Kamala Harris has has taken. I, I think she's taken a step back for women in general in politics. That's just me though. 
Trump should pick Bobart. I don't think he's going to pick a chick. Tim Scott and Larry Elder are the two African-Americans running now. Larry Elder can't even win fucking... Isn't that the guy who ran for California governor? He ain't going to win. Ben Carson's happy being... He'll be happy being uh, Surgeon General again or whatever he was. Ben Carson's just... I think Ben, ben Carson's too much of the old school... I think it needs to be somebody. I, I like by, uh, Byron for Homeland Security. I love that idea. Hell, I love Chip Roy for Homeland Security. I think we should have a bunch of fucking people on Homeland Security. Trump and the new Twitter AOC. <laughs> Trump will pick someone who won't take an ounce away from his bloated ego. I would, I, you know what? I'm just going to say. Correct the mundo. Because Mike Pence, look, Mike Pence, Mike Pence was a walking soft on. That's all. Mike Mike Pence was such a flaccid penis. Mike Pence is the guy who refers to his wife as mother. That creepy Amish type shit. Oh, mother and I were enjoying a lovely peach cobbler that she made on our wood-burning stove in Indiana. Ben Carson's too smart. People can't relate to him. That That's the whole thing. He's a fucking genius. Ben Carson's fucking. And isn't that weird? A black guy who came from the hood is a genius and didn't play sports. Amazing. But black people don't get opportunities. I forgot. <laughs> Good question, though, about how many people are running. All right. Let's keep going, shall we? And Listen up, it's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, what in the hell is wrong with these cities that keep allowing criminals to be let go after being arrested? I mean, they pretty much know that these assholes are going to go out and do it again, if not something worse. When will this madness stop? Um, let's see. Well, to be honest, most, if not all, vice presidents are flaccid penises. They don't do anything. Historically, kind of, maybe, but recently, sure, vice presidents have been shit. But we have to remember something here. See, this is, this is what we, the voters, have to fucking tell these people that are running for president. We need somebody that can take over in case something happens. You, you want to see a, a crazy world? God God Almighty, God forbid this happen, and I'm saying God forbid this happens. If anything were to happen to Joe Biden, this is in charge. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. Uh, if Republicans want to win, I think it's DeSantis all the way. I'm considering re-registering to switch parties to Republican just to vote in the primary. Interesting. Kamala Palooza, LOL, yeah. See, and we, we, we need it, but, but once again, once again, let, let, let me get done with this topic, and then I'll move on to the next letter. Once again, this is this bloated idea that I have that Americans actually do care about the presidential election. Some Americans care. A little less than half. So remember, it was only half of America that voted in the last election. Less than half. 
of the available voters. They didn't vote. So if they're not even going to bother to vote, they're not going to bother to tell the candidates, hey, you need a strong running mate because, God forbid, something happened to you. We need somebody strong. Last one I can think of is George H.W. Bush. I mean, look, 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 look Don, Dick Cheney, I did not want him running the country. Not at all. I was terrified of Dick Cheney, and I was a big W guy. Al Gore, flaccid penis. His wife was a fucking sturdier penis than him. Jimmy Carter had Walter Mondale, who tried to be kind of a tough guy, but he wasn't. Dick Cheney was running the country. Well, that's what everybody says. I, I wouldn't deny. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But you need to have that strong second in place. And, and by the way, we're not going to get it because Americans don't care. Americans don't care to vote, so they don't care. I'll still bitch and moan. I'll still do the show. I'll still talk about how horrible our country is. But it's the people that don't vote. It's their fault. Um, now, as far as this story goes, this, uh, this letting people out, um, there's a story from yesterday that L.A. has reinstated their zero bail policy as judge rules holding those who cannot pay is unconstitutional. Now, I've read this entire – I broke my own rule – and I read this entire article on Fox News, and the judge says it's unconstitutional for those who can't pay. Yet nowhere in here does, does the judge reference that or reference what he means. That it's illegal to hold somebody who can't pay. Well, then... I can't pay when I murder somebody. I, I can't pay a $16 million bond, so you should let me out because it's unconstitutional to keep me in. This judge is opening Pandora's box. But once again, once again, it doesn't, doesn't source what he's saying. Uh, Dick Cheney would have other country presidents go on hunting trips with him watching him shake when he grabs his shotgun. How about a ticket of Matt Geitz and Marjorie Taylor Greene? Jesus. <laughs> They're that team at summer camp whose canoe is just going around in circles as they yammer at each other. Um, oh, holy shit, look who it is finally here. I mean, he must be operating on fucking Vietnamese time or something. My God. Hold on a second here. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? Round here, we speak American, okay, but Uh, Mage says, good morning, ass, and AIG. Goddamn long Zoom meeting. I should have called in sick so I could hear listener mail. Fucking job. Why can't I act more like my unemployed, like an unemployed loser? Well, because you're a good person. That's why. You can always go back and listen to it. it it's worth it. You, you have a rule about reading news stories on fire? No, I have a, a rule about reading news stories all the way through because I like to get my firsthand opinion. Now, this I, I've seen this story cited on, on three different websites. I just chose the Fox one. And none of the websites sourced it. So I, my rule is I like to be caught off guard. I like, I like to give you my response 
because that's what made me popular back in the day, if you will. That's what made the show so great was I had no idea what was being thrown at me, and I give my natural responses, and I try to do that on the air. This one I kind of I, I cheated a little bit with because I wanted to see what he meant because I don't know what that means, that it's unconstitutional to, to, to hold someone who can't pay their, their bail. I don't understand what that means. Then does that mean that every murder suspect in America whose bail is over a million dollars and they don't have the million dollars to pay or the hundred thousand dollars to pay? Because usually since I've been arrested, I know this. You pay 10 percent to your bail bondsman. They bond you out, guaranteeing you that you come back to court. And that's why it's only one hundred thousand dollars. Now, when you come back to court, they get their hundred thousand dollars back. Because you showed up for court. If you don't show up for court, they will hunt you down, probably tase you at some point, and then you'll go to jail. But this idea that people can't afford bail, well, if you can't afford bail, then you might as well go out and make as, break as many laws as you want. Because if we have judges now that are going to say zero bail, well, except for violent crime, well, wait a second, you can't do that. Crime is crime. See, I'm playing the liberal games with them here. The answer to crooks getting released isn't just the DAs. It's the judges who have to rush through paperwork and use their activism to feel sorry for uh, dispossessed people. Yeah, this was a judge. You're absolutely right, Ogre. It's judges. It's DAs. It's people. This is very simple who this is. This is people who are not... Do your fucking job. Do your fucking job! They're not. Because their jobs are hard, and their jobs are tedious, and it's time-consuming. And people get mad at them because the court dockets are so backed up because they have so much to do. Do your job. Do your job. You know you know, would be a great start is getting rid of frivolous lawsuits. If your lawsuit is deemed to be frivolous, you have to pay all court costs. How about that? How about we start using some common sense in this country? I know that, that that's stupid for me to say. I already know. I already know I'm dumb. Frivolous lawsuits. You know, I don't know. Suing McDonald's because your chicken nuggets were too hot. To me, that's a frivolous lawsuit. Now, granted, I know that people have gotten paid. Didn't I do a story about a guy who won like $50 million from grocery store chain because he fell down and hurt his back? There's some real ones out there. Somebody who falls down and it's the grocery store's fault because they have wet floors. Remember, or it was a Burger King. Guy won like $8 million because he slipped on a foreign object. No, it wasn't brass knuckles from, you know, uh, from Abdullah the Butcher's tights. Oh, if I haven't said it yet, Dark Side of the Ring last night, fantastic. Can't wait. Junkyard Dog, Abdullah Butcher. Next week is Magnum TA. Can't wait. Uh, and if you skip a ball, a bail in Hawaii, you have to face someone with a mullet and a beef jerky for a face calling you Prada. Oh, I, I, let me just tell you right now. If I broke the law, if I broke the law in Hawaii, I would never fucking make bail. Because I'm going to have that some bitch, and I'm going to tell him off. When he, when he's, when he's motherfucking me through the door. And, oh, motherfucker, open this fucking door before I break this fucking door down. Fuck, 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 fuck. Kicks the door in. You arrest you. He sits you in the car. Yeah, yeah, brother. Brother, you want to smoke? 
hey, brother, have you ever thought about Jesus? Jesus, was Jesus the one telling you to call me a motherfucker in front of my kids? Oh, I'd shut that mullet down. I would headbutt him so quick. Oh, he's got me in cuffs. They're going to take me. They're going to st- they're, they're, they're gonna take me to jail, but I'm getting a lick in. Oh, you goddamn right I'm getting a lick in. Get some redneck kung fu on him. Uh, I'm just telling you the damn truth. If a man comes to attack you and you know kung fu, you're going to hi-yah him, right? Uh, uh, yes. I like how they run around with their big canisters of mace. All right, so there you go. So, L.A., uh, the letter writer asked me, what in the hell, why do they keep allowing this? Because those are the people that are appointed right now. They're trying, it. look, do you want to know what it is? They're trying. They're trying their hardest to allow black people to get out of jail. And I'm not trying to be racist here because they don't want the numbers that are in there even though a lot of the black people that, that are in jail actually did commit the crime. The white people that committed the crime, they're in jail too. Now, there's a real easy way to look at this when somebody goes, why are there more black people than there are white people in jail? Well, there's a lot of answers for that. A lot of people, black people come from low-income housing, low-income homes, to where when they commit a crime, guess what they don't have? They don't have savings. They don't have money. And what do you need to hire an attorney? You need money. So what do they do? They get a public defender. Now, public defenders are good. There's some really good public defenders out there. A lot of them are first, second-year lawyers just out of law school. They're looking to plead you down to hopefully keep you out. But the oldest rule of economics reigns true, especially when it comes to law. You get what you pay for. Do you think that O.J. Simpson would be walking the streets today if he did not have the dream team? If O.J. Simpson had a public defender, O.J. Simpson would be still making license plates, and in, in, he would have never made it to Nevada to break the law. Um, I'd grab him in a headlock, stick bear mace in his mouth, and hold the trigger down, and he looked like a meth with rabies. Oh, I, I can't stand him either. Oh, my God. But that, look, look, the truth of the matter is this. We all are trying to create this wonderful utopia that we call America. Where everything is rosy and everybody gets along and the blacks and whites get along and the Hispanics and the Asians, they get along. Everybody gets along. The Jewish people are welcome here. We're a melting pot of the world. We're, we're a straight reflection of the world. And the world is a shitty place. Hate to tell you the truth. The world is full of bigotry. It's full of racism. It's full of hate. And guess what? When they come to America, they bring that with them. Not that we need it. I got enough hate in me to fill a fucking mountain range. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Hey, me. Alicia, good 
morning. She says, morning, ass family. Had to catch up on sleep. Sorry to be late, but glad to be at least catch the last hour of the show. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, I can go on. Uh, so I was just wondering, with the end of Ted Lasso happening this week, today, and no, please, no spoilers. No, I, I will not give you any spoilers. Leading up to this, I was wondering what you think the best series finales have been, and that is from Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Connor, getting to Chopper. I'll be back, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor was touching my wiener, my frankfurter, as I call it. When I was out tending to my garden, my donkey came up, said Sarah Connor's here because I have a talking donkey. Um. So, yes, I, I've watched the Ted Lasso series finale, and I'm not in as much love with it as so many other people I've seen online are. There, there's a, a, a spot. Cheers, fans. Cheers, fans. There's a, a, an amazing scene near the end. I, the, the episode had some really amazing parts. I'll say that. Um, I'm going to have to think about it a little bit longer, but it doesn't make my top five of greatest series finales. I, I, I thought about this this morning. And did the stink fist says Sopranos? Fuck off. Hell no. Black screen. Wor- that, the thing that kept crossing my mind this morning were the worst finales ever. Now, a lot of people are going to put MASH up as one of the greatest finales. I hated MASH, so I don't even contend with that. Sopranos and Seinfeld have to be two of the all-time worst series finales. Best. And I only do the the I have five of them, and the last two are my my two and one. The other ones you can put anywhere. Uh, the Office. I thought that series finale with the big wedding. I thought that was pretty fantastic, and they brought Michael back. Balborn says Sons of Anarchy. I liked it. I I did. I, I thought it was a great ending. But now they're talking about bringing it back, and I I think that soils a lot of that ending. Because the ending was perfect for Sons of Anarchy. It was a great, great show. Um, it, it, I, I think it would be in my top ten, Sons of Anarchy. Great show. Great, great show. Um, the next one I have might surprise a lot of people, but I think this, this show ended. It was a very clever written show. It wasn't the funniest show in the world, but it was really, really clever. And that's the Big Bang Theory. You might not like the Big Bang Theory, and that's fine. I like the show. And I thought their series finale was was very apropos. Sheldon wins the Nobel Prize, something he had been dreaming about since he was a boy, thanking his friends. Oh, Pammy. Oh, no. Um... She says the Cheers ending was a big bum out for me. Didn't see the ending of Snowfall. Uh, wrote good ending in my opinion. Okay. Speaking of Sons of Anarchy, are you watching the last season of the Mayans? Oh, it's good. Yes, I did. I watched the first two episodes last week. Very violent. I like it. And this is the last season of that show. My number three is Breaking Bad. 
Breaking Bad series finale before they made the movie, I thought was fantastic. And I question if Walt did die on that that meth house floor or that meth cooking floor. Mm. Ogre says cheers inning was perfection. It takes a while to get it. But once you do, you realize it was perfect. My number two was the end of the Tonight Show. A lot of y'all ain't going to remember that because a lot of y'all ain't old enough to remember the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. His last show was just him on a stool. It was classic. It was awesome. Here's the ending of Snowfall. Drugs are bad, okay? Um, but Johnny Carson, the night before he had Robin Williams on and, and I believe Bette Midler on, and last night it was just him. Uh, Gold says, I also like the ending of that 70s show. I don't know if I ever really caught that one. I'll have to check. But my number one, because I still think it's the greatest show that's ever been on TV. And I'll tell you this, I, this was back in my drinking days, and I was drinking the night that this came on, and I cried like a baby because I didn't want to see Cheers go away. Cheers was the greatest show on television. Cheers went through a major cast renovation and still became even more popular. I swear to all that are holy, they better not fuck up the final season of Cobra Kai. Amen to that. But uh, Ted Lasso fans, there is a gigantic tie-in with Cheers in this uh, in this show, and and I'm gonna let y'all watch it. And then I, I, if somebody wants to write me and ask me because you don't get what it is, um, just know this: Jason Sudeikis, the creator, the co-creator of Ted Lasso, and the star and one of the writers is George Went's nephew. George Went played Norm on Cheers. One of the greatest characters ever on TV. Can I offer you a beer, Mr. Peterson? Well, I'm not going to say no, Woody. Um, but it has nothing to do. It, it, he's, he's related to him, and there, there's a lot of Easter eggs in the series that you'll see. The one that happened, um, the one that happened in Ted Lasso is probably the last episode, the best Easter egg I've ever seen. The ending of New Heart is by far the best ending of all time ever, period, end of story. Okay. Cheers was great because that was the American life, and it was a good TV show that reflected uh, life today. Suck out loud because living in society sucks. The best part of the Cheers ending was when somebody came to the door and Sammy said, sorry, we're closed. Great ending. Great show. All right. But there you go. But Ted Lasso's on, and uh, check it out. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Arnie, with you being an expert on pro wrestling, I was wondering, what do you think the chances of MJF going to the WWE actually are? He talks a good game, but do you think it'll happen, and why or why not? Thanks for talking about wrestling every once in a while, and that's from Brian. Um... This weekend, uh, All Elite Wrestling, which is on tonight. Hell yeah. A fucking fifth night of, of, of wrestling on TV. That's awesome. Um, he was in the main event, one of the main events, the World Championship belt. 
Uh, he won. He's still the world champion. They do press conferences afterwards. In his press conference, he was talking about possibly leaving, going to the WWE, and how Triple H wants to hire him. And he came out in, 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 on a throne. It was very, very Triple H-esque when he came out in the throne. And there's a lot of talk about the bidding war of 2024 with MJF. I'm just here to tell you something, and uh, you're not going to like what I have to say. MJF will probably never go to the WWE. And I think it's a little of both their faults, mainly the WWE. Uh, Cheers had a perfect ending because Sam realized that after chasing women his entire life, fearing of being really alone, it took the most loyal bar fly to remind him who his real love was, the bar, the environment of Cheers, and the family of all the regulars. The worst ending for me was Stargate Universe, and this show started with the government kidnapping a young man from his home without telling his sick mother who was dying of AIDS, where it was going, and ended with him being alone in a ship dying a virgin. Wow. Tony Khan looks like he tweaked out with that haircut. Tony Khan is the most unphotogenic person I've ever seen. He should never do another announcement on TV. When he holds a microphone, he looks like he's doing a high school-like report. He won't go as long as AEW and other organizations exist. WWE will censor him too much. He'd only be there and no other options. And I have to say... Uh, Correct the mundo! Because MJF will not, allow, will not be allowed to be MJF. MJF comes out there and he's fucking just awful. He is such an asshole. And the reason why... It goes over in AEWs because AEW is not a publicly traded company. AEW is, is a wrestling promotion out of Jacksonville, Florida. Define that as you will. I think they're great. I like AEW. I watch it. I watch it every week. I think more wrestling on TV just makes me happy. I don't like the bad wrestling. I don't like how AEW is trying to, 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 to be like the WWE and insulting their fans. There's a woman, Jade Cargill, who just lost on the, the, the pay-per-view, 60-0. But she's never, ever spoke the words Soraya or Dr. Britt Baker, who are the two of the, the pillars, if you will, the word they like to use, in the women's division. Even though Jade Cargill is 60-0, but has never talked about either one of them. And we're supposed to just go, oh, okay. Tony's always high on coke. I've, I've heard some stories about Tony Khan. Tony Khan, look, look, Tony Khan, I think he's got a great concept going. He needs to hire somebody like me. I could fix his product easy. Never let MJF go because MJF is your golden goose right now. MJF is your Stone Cold Steve Austin. MJF is your rock right now. You're not going to let him go. And he can do and say everything that makes him the stone cold or the rock of this generation, but he can only do it there. He can't spit his gum in somebody's face at a WWE match. He, he can't come out. Look, look, I, I, I play this mainly for, for, I always play this for Mage because I love Mage. Um, but... This is MJF when he was addressing an Asian wrestler. Some good mornings here. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! 
And then he says, we speak American here. I mean, I, I, it, look, look I, this is why I love him is because he does that. And I think he's fantastic, but I know that that is not going to go other in other places. Or when he gets done with an interview. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. You can't take the kid's soda and throw it in his face. From what I understand, that was tequila the mom had. I don't know how they have tequila at these shows, but hey, mom's banging back tequilas while the kid's at wrestling. And MJF can't do any of that. And if he can't do any of that, then he's a shitty character. If he can't do what makes him him, makes him salt of the earth, makes him a once-a-generational wrestler, if he can't do that, he's terrible. So, um, Brian, I, I think the percentage is in the low 1% that, that he moves on. But I, I'd love to see him in WWE. I would love to see the WWE let him do his thing. Ain't going to happen, though. Here in Albuquerque, a group is trying to get a wrestling show started every month. I'm so stoked to be able to take my son, assuming there are too many meth heads getting in. I'm seeing this happen in a lot of places. By the way, if you're ever a fan of that show Heels on the Stars Network, it's coming back at the end of July. It's a wrestling show, a small independent type wrestling type show, but it was, it was, it was a drama. Good show coming back in July. Still don't have a release date for the Iron Claw, the Von Erich movie, but I'm very, very excited about it. They're trying to start up some some local stuff here in Dallas as well, which is kind of cool because I almost cry every time I drive by Cadison Industrial and there's no sportatorium there. I do know that the Von Erichs are moving back, or the Atkinsons, but I call them the Von Erichs. They're moving back to Texas from Hawaii. Hopefully they're getting jobs somewhere and make wrestling great again. We'll see. Last mail here, and we're just going to keep going. We're not going to take a break at the end of the show. We'll just keep going here. Um, last mail. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say an early congratulations on your anniversary show. I have been there since day one and have to say that you've only become a better broadcaster and probably will need yet another Hall of Fame trophy. Thank you. Looking forward to hopefully many, many more years of this entertaining slash educational. See, look, look, look here. Tom gets it. I, I, I mean, I, I, honestly, I mean. See, Billy Idol gets see, it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Tom gets it. He gets it. We're an, we're an educational program. Uh, a fan for life. Well, thanks, Tom. Uh, I haven't made it there yet. We still got to get to tomorrow. Tomorrow is the sixth anniversary of this show. I remember six years ago, I was sitting in my apartment. It was probably, it was a Sunday, because obviously June 1st was on Monday, and I want to start my show on a Monday. Um, I was pretty nervous. I got to say, I was, I was pretty nervous. I knew I could do it by myself, but, but boy, once I got on the air and I got to cuss, man, oh, man, it was freeing, and it was fantastic. And Like I said, tomorrow is our anniversary show. First part of the show, we're going to talk about the last six years and what it's meant to me. Von Arks are in the MLW where MJF came from. They are no longer in the MLW. They are no longer signed with them. That's why I'm hoping AEW picks them up, swoosh. That story broke a couple weeks ago, so there you go. All right. Um, yeah, I'd take a break here, but I'm not going to take a break. Um, we're going to continue to do stuff here uh, because we only have like a half hour left on the show, and I ain't going to make you sit through uh, commercials and stuff like that. But I, I've got to get some stories ready here. 
Uh huh. Oh yeah. Oh God, we have such good stories here. All right. All right. Our first story here. Now, now, it, it, this is the way I like to usually do these, especially the last break of the show, our last segment. You make the call. I love starting off with the "You make the call." So this is your call. Now we've talked about this before, but a new survey has been released. That says, they ask this question. And I'm asking this question to you, ass family, and you have to. You make the call. If you were offered a first class upgrade on a plane, but your loved one has to stay in economy, what would you do? Uh, let's see. Straight Fire says, I think I would offer it to the wifey. Okay. Ken Dog says, which loved one? Well, whichever one you're flying with. Sassy Pammy says she'd decline. Fred says, I'd send my wife to first class so I don't got to hear her bitch. Wife, no. Mom, dad, for sure. Uh, Whitewash says, I would stay behind with my wife. Scott says, I'd give them the first class seat. I would take it and give it to the loved one. Stinkfish says, what? Did the airlines read my diary? Of course I'd take it. I didn't have the option. My wife, uh, what does the first person I'm sitting in economy decline the offer or my wife would castrate me? V. Coop says, take the upgrade. Yeah, she'd be pissed, but after ranting and, sl- and it's sleeping like I did, she'd fall asleep. Most people say they would sacrifice the first-class experience to stay behind with a loved one. Well, way to not play the game, Cowboys girl. Fantastic for you. My man is first class. Baby, I'd rather sit with my man. Just say that you would turn down the offer. Pass or let the wife have it, Trash Panda says. That's the only acceptable answer. I mean, I mean, like, it, I wouldn't even do that. To, I would give it to me if I was traveling with my Now, if I'm traveling with a friend... If I'm traveling with a friend, that's a different case. If I'm traveling with a buddy, if I'm traveling with Tommy, I'm like, fuck you, I'm sitting first class. But you can't do that with your spouse, though. I mean, the, the, the men have to give up the seat. They, they, they have to say, take that. Otherwise, look, I am not taking it. No, I am not taking it at all. And I'll tell you what, I've done this bit before. And I'll do it again. Guys, let me tell you why. See, see, all the ass family members, they remember what I said about this. They remember what I said about this. You see, when you give up the seat to your wife in first class, she tells that story maybe once. Maybe you're at a barbecue. You know, it's summertime. We got barbecues, pool parties. They're sitting around, they're drinking their margaritas, they're getting sauced in the afternoon while kids are playing in the pool and nobody's watching them. 
Do you know what my husband did for me? We were on a first, we were on a trip, and they offered him a first class seat. And do you know what he said? He offered it to me. Oh, she tells that story one time and one time only. Now, let's say that you're the dumbass, and you make the wrong call. You stink fist this. Sorry, stink fist. I have to use you as an example because you said you'd take it. This is what happens. Is that now that you've taken that first class seat and you left her behind, that is the only story she tells for the next, I don't know, 10 to 12 years. Do you know what that motherfucker did to me? Same barbecue. Same barbecue. Do you know what that motherfucker did to me? And by the way, this time it's not whispered. It's, it, it's loud enough to where all the men can hear it at the barbecue or pool party, wherever the kids are drowning. You know what that motherfucker did to me? He got upgraded to first class, and he took the seat. And by the way, she's going to say that at every function she's at for the next 10 to 12 years. So if you're willing to put up with that for the next decade of being judged for being an asshole, more power to you. You are losing the war. You lost the battle, and you're getting crushed in the war. Are you implying they're still married? <laughs> yes, I was. I'm sorry. Give you first class to Satan and she wouldn't use it because she'd be joining the Mile High Club in the bathroom. Yeah, would not with me though. You could split the seat, first half me, second half they can ride up front. I told my man what I said, he his response, I'd make I'd take the first class ticket. I need more leg room. It makes sense. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, guy. Look, look. No, no man in his right mind is going to do that. Just gonna tell you that right now. And if you look, look. If you're a man and you make that call because you well, let, I ask you. You make the call. If you're a man and you make that call, and your wife starts to do that and and starts to hang it over your head everywhere you go, PTA, kids basketball games. Sunday school, the grocery store, to strangers, walking the dog, at this barbecue. See, this is why I think they're still married. Ogre, this is, see, this is the thing. We don't give women enough credit for how evil they can be. And I don't mean evil in a bad way. I mean evil in an an awfully entertaining way. Because if that happened to a friend of mine, I would fucking ratchet that gal up. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I've never flown first class. Oh, well, neither have I, but you know who has? I would do that at every function that I was ever at with those people. Because that would be entertaining to me. So when you do do that, and straight fire, I just said do-do. Um, please don't write the show. Please do not write the show. Dear Arnie, I need your help. I'll sing the songs for you. I will. I promise. I'll sing. I'll, I'll sing whatever songs you want me to sing for you if you if you need advice, because you know I'm down with that. But if you write me on this top, I was offered the first class seat, and my wife was sitting there. I took it and left her behind, and now she won't let it go. What can I do? 
I'll tell you that this is what you can do. You can go to ArnieRadio.com, and you search for past shows, and you go to the May 31st show of 2023, and you look at about two hours and 42 minutes into the show and listen to my rant. That's how I'll help you. Oh, and I'll also help you out this way. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. I don't know how to put this. But I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Doing his little shimmy, it makes the women here in Cleveland puke. Time to turn in the man card, chivalrous douchebag. I was kidding. I'd give my wife the seat, but you know who wouldn't? Ethan. Oh, God, no. No, and by the way, Ethan doesn't have a wife. Ethan has a partner. Come on now. They aren't going to go to that fucking, those sexual fucking terms. He's got a partner. I don't even know if Ethan's a he. Zim has a partner. All right, let's see. Uh, (laughs) Warbird, are you still listening? Did, did, Warbird, now, now, authorities in Alabama are investigating how a message appeared on a digital road sign along a highway with a busy, with a Memorial Day traffic. Motorist on Interstate 65 near Clanton, Alabama, called state troopers at lunchtime on Monday to report the words Patriot Front and Reclaim America were flashing on an electronic sign. By the way, those are terms used by uh, some white supremacist groups down in Alabama. I know it's hard to believe that there are white supremacist groups in Alabama, but somehow they got into the the roadside sign and typed those things in there. Quote, a citizen alerted nearby state trooper about the message who then contacted us, the ALDOT, the Alabama Department of Transportation personnel, immediately responded and turned the board off. No other messages were formed. Um, Warbird says, I did it, I did it. I'm the brownest race there is, LOL. Oh, this is so fantastic. By the way, it's not that hard. I don't think these things are that hard to check. I mean, you you cut the lock off. You type something in. And by the way, you're lucky that's all it said on there, Alabama. Patriotic Front and Reclaim America. You're claiming that those are are white supremacist. I I was thinking there were going to be a whole lot of other white supremacist messages. I seen a portable electric road sign that said left turn on D's nuts once. Somebody they were talking about, the Department of Homeland Security got involved uh, a few years ago in California when one of the signs was hacked, warning Godzilla attack, turn back. That's pretty funny. 
That's good stuff there. I used to be a part of a road crew back in the day in the 2000s. We came uh, on one road closure sign, and one of our crew members knew how to modify the message. He changed it to show your titties, and the highway patrol had to come and move it because traffic was getting backed up. That's fucking great. Show your titties. Now, yesterday, yesterday, ass family, we talked about the new most racist animal on the planet, and that was the all-white panda. You remember how we talked about how it didn't want to really work with the other mud pandas, as they would call them? It, w- it was stealing all the best bark because, because it, it look, the animal kingdom is related. It, it, it's, it, it's all lined up with the, the, the whole, you know, fucking racism. Systemic racism runs wild in the, the animal world. Well, it has happened again. Ass family. This is a rare one in 10 million chance that a white, an all-white bison was born in Wyoming. It's considered the most sacred living thing on earth among some Native American tribes. So let me get this straight. The Native American tribes are real, real mad at the white man, but they think that the white bison is something to worship? When are these Aryans going to stop taking over the world? I bet even the white panda can't drive well. Wait, it's still alive? They haven't figured out how to turn it into a sexual aphrodisiac yet? Not yet. Jesus is Asian, just like the white panda. That is true. Blanco Tatanka. I'll wait for you in the terminal when we land. Uh, White is all sacred. Uh, if it were all black, it would be called the black bison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one you find in the hood. Uh, it's like Hitler's master race thing is starting to pan out. That is. Um, it was born in one of the park's two white bison heifers, which arrived in 2021. Uh, it's at the Bear River State Park. The sex of the calf is still unknown, as getting too close to the animal would cause the herd stress. Well, yes, it's the chosen one. I mean, it's the perfect bison. It's white. That's the only right bison they have there. You know, if they were to be handing out jobs, this bison would probably get the job before any other bisons. Oh, absolutely. This Biden will get uh, this bison. Biden, this bison will get all the advantages, the best schools, the best food, the best clothing, the best everything. Even though bison don't wear clothing, why? Because he's white. 
That's why. Because, once again, the animal world is rooted in systemic racism. I love that these animals that are born all white are so, are held up so magically, and people are, oh, my God, the, the white panda, the white bison. And you just go, really? You know, them poor brown bison, you just, want, you just want to get rid of them? You just want to hunt them, shoot them down, pull off their pelts? Okay. Not the white ones, though. No siree, Bob. Why don't we treat regular albinos like this? Why is it that I will run away when I see an albino coming at me? I mean, I had to work with one for like 25 years, or at least a lot of people thought he was. He's the only bison with a perfect credit score. (laughs) Oh, my God. They don't know if the calf is male or female because they haven't chosen yet. Duh. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they haven't assigned it a, a gender. It'll be male, though. It, it, it will be male because a white male, that's what we want. We want a white male because white males don't do anything wrong ever. I don't even need to read the story. I can just do this all day. I can just rift on this all day. Oh, God. And once again, people are going to be sitting right. Yeah, like I said yesterday, I told you all this yesterday. Who am I supposed to remember in these pictures? I, I don't know anybody. Why is it? Why are they trying to sell me something? I don't know. The white bison will get the rest of the herd hooked on fire water and take over the herd. <laughs> fire water. I love that. Fire water is one of the greatest phrases that's ever been used. Oh, I love it so much. All right, enough with that. Now, that's a stupid story. I'll do it, though. Um, Armand Nair, the 26-year-old, was arrested last month at Boston's Logan International Airport. He was arrested after what they found in his luggage. They found a, a vampire straw. Now, these vampire straws are advertised as titanium straws that can be used to drink thick milkshakes and smoothies. Also, they're self-defense weapons. In Massachusetts, it's illegal to carry a certain edged instrument, including stilettos and daggers. Um, okay, I'm looking at it. it. Can it be used as a weapon? Sure. Um, it, is he using it as a straw? I don't know. I, I know that, that there was a time that, like, you know, the world was against straws. By the way, I'm glad we've jumped over that stupidity. There is nothing worse than getting a paper straw. When you go to a restaurant, and, and if, if you go to a fast food restaurant, because fast food cups are about the only thing I'll take a straw with. You put that straw on the top of your drink, and you bite down on that straw, you can taste the paper. It's fucking disgusting right then and there. I heard a bison came through the neighborhood, and the white bison was on his lawn holding an AR. So I'm looking at this. Here, here I'll, I'll share it with y'all. 
Now, you remember when the, the city of Santa Barbara outlawed straws? And there are, like, activists out there. And I remember this guy in particular, Ed Begley Jr., who was talking about the benefits of metal straws. And that's what this looks like. This looks like a metal straw. Now, do I think that this guy, Armand Nair, who, Stackar, you might know him. I, I, I don't know, though. But he had this in his luggage, and they arrested him for it. If he's trying to save the environment, why are you arresting him? If he's not, then okay. I mean, is he going to take over a plane with this? Please come after me with this. As soon as you try to stab me, I'm going to kick your knee out. Then your knee is dislocated. And you're going to go to the ground, and I'm going to take this from you, and I'm probably going to whack you in the head with it a few times before I stab you right in the spine. That's just me. That's on a plane, though. Paper straws are so stupid. The idiots don't realize that you could take your food to go, and what do they give you? A plastic fucking bag. Oh, look, hey, straight fire. Preaching to the choir, brother. Oh, that taste of paper straw in your mouth is so nasty. Blech. It, it, it's like, and I didn't think anything could ever be worse than milk cartons. When you were a kid, you remember when you were a kid in school and you get some chocolate milk, because the regular white milk was just terrible. You get some chocolate milk and you, and you have to do that little fold-out thing, and maybe you didn't get it good enough and you didn't pull it enough to where it's kind of, you know, it's not, it's not pointy. And you get that first drink of milk and all you can taste is the cardboard and the paper. That's what paper straws are. It's disgusting. Gross. Ruins Dr. Pepper. It's horrible for you. It causes leprosy. Did, did, did everybody know that? Yes, paper straws are the leading cause of leprosy now in America. Whatever you do, do not look that up. Just trust me. All right, got a couple stories here. Oh, boy. Oh, well, once again, well, this is going to not be a shock to anybody. Let's take a trip, shall we? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. Wait a second. Hold on a second here. I might have messed up. This person is only from Florida. Okay. All right. All right. Not this did not happen in Florida. It happened to a Floridian. Oh, 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 oh! Is there video? No, just still pictures. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people on this show. They criticize, not criticize. I shouldn't say criticize. Um, they make fun of me for this. That I, I say going into bodies of water is stupid. Cowboys girl, not talking to you. Look at your man's crotch. There you go. Um, ugh. Arnie just got back from a Mexican cruise where edible lime-flavored candy straws were issued. Reason being they're biodegradable in the ocean and that they are consumed by the fish also. Nasty. Yeah, no thanks to that. So, um, a gal went snorkeling along the Grace Bay Beach in Turks and Caicos, okay? 
Turks and Caicos, big vacation spot. Um, this gal just graduated from Yale. She's 22. She's a marathon runner. She's got her whole life in front of her. Oh, I, oh she's not even from Miami. Okay, this is what happened. So, um, she's out there doing her little snorkel dorkling. You know, a lot of people said, oh, uh, nothing will bother you. No, uh, uh, uh. No, not pork snorkeling. No. <laughs> it, it, it's not. What was that? What, what's that fucking Muppet's name? Gonzo with the big blue nose. It's not when he sticks his nose in Miss Piggy's ass. That's pork snorkeling. Um, she was just snorkeling off the, to the coast, and she's minding her own business. Even though she's minding her own business in somebody's backyard. That's somebody's backyard. Was a big old shark. And what happened? Yeah, she's out there swimming along, having a great time, thinking, oh, wow, look at me. I I graduated from an Ivy League school. Nothing bad can happen to me. And then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Yeah, yeah, uh, her foot was bitten off by a shark while snorkeling. They had to fly her six hours back to Miami and were not able to reattach the foot. Now, I'd say, I guess her marathon crazy. she's going to get a fake foot. She gonna, yeah, I, I would want it made out of all fish bone, though. That's what I, I would want it out. I, I mean... I'm just going to tell you, see, here's another reason why. I I just thought of this. I've I've been thinking about this lately, but I just put it all together here. Let's say, God forbid, that I got bonked on the head and I had amnesia and somebody decided to take me on a vacation. They said, hey, why don't we jump in the ocean? Because that's the way it's going to happen. And I'll be like, hell yeah, let's go to the ocean. I don't even know what the ocean is because I have amnesia. But hey, it sounds cool. They're like, you jump in the water. I'll be like, do I know how to swim? Oh, I think you do. You're a lifeguard. Oh, I was a lifeguard. I mean, the shark defeated her. Hey, now. <laughs> and I jump in the water. Okay, so I jump in the water. That The, the sharks all fucking get the, the, the cell phone alerts. He's in the water. He's in the water. He's in the water. He's in the water. That story's going to be really tough to kick. There we go. And all of a sudden, a shark attacks me, bites off my foot. Now, when they take me to the hospital, somehow I regain consciousness. And, uh, you know, they they tell me, Mr. States, you you no longer have a foot. I'm like, who the fuck let me get in the damn ocean? They're going to be like, well, you had amnesia. I said, well, I'm going to remember this shit. So here's the deal. I cannot promise that I will not try to go after a shark if it bites me. Meaning... I will wait, and I will get healed, and I will somehow sue somebody to where I'm worth millions and millions of dollars. That way I can invest in a submarine, one of those little bitty two-seater submarines. One main, It's a two-seater, but it's all for me. And on there, I will have attached not missiles, but gigantic, like, cutting features, like, like, like the old Swiss Army knife. Uh, uh, it's like a Swiss Army knife that I, I'm floating around in the water with. 
because I was stupid enough to get in the water. This 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 shark has to repay. It, it, and now they tag a bunch of sharks, so they'll probably know what shark bit me. So I'm going to go on the hunt for that shark, and I'm going to kill the fuck out of it. I'm getting my revenge. I'm going to cut its tail off. There you go. You took my foot. I took your tail. That shark is like, look at me. I'm undefeated. All right. She's a foot shorter. That's an impressive counter to sweet chin music. No shit. Now, that was just the first story. We have another one. And this happens in the world's Florida in Australia. And yet it is another snorkeler. 51-year-old Marcus McGowan. Oh, crikey, let's go and do some snorkeling today. And we'll put some kebabs on. We'll put some shrimps on the bobby. Snorkeling off the Cape York coast, which I don't know, or by the way, care where that is in, in, in Australia, because I know Australia is, is the American word for death. My sub is going to have harpoons and cables, and I'm dragging it back to my sub so I can chop it, that scully bitch into pieces, tall first, so I can watch in horror as I <laughs> mangle it to death. The 51-year-old said he was going to do some snorkeling, so he jumped in the water, stupidly. And that's when it all happened. Yep. What happened, you ask? Well, as soon as I get the sound effect, I'll tell you what happened. When he jumped in the water, he was bitten and attacked by a crocodile. (laughs) Crikey's, I realized it was a crocodile. I was able to lever its jaw open and far enough to get my head out. It bit him in the head? Initially believed he was going to be attacked by a shark was forced to fend off a second attempt by the crocodile, suffering an injury to his arm as he fended it off again. Why why are you not getting out of the water? I'm just going to tell you this right now. I turn into Michael fucking Phelps. I turn into Michael Phelps on cocaine. If I have just had to pull my head out of a crocodile's mouth, I am not waiting around. Crikey's the croc tried to attempt to attack me a second time, but I managed to push away with my right hand, which was then bitten. I was able to escape the croc's grip once again and swim to safety of the boat, which I was coming after they heard screams for help. Oh, 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 let me just tell you this right now. If I'm on a boat and you're in the water and you're yelling for me, help, help, I'm getting attacked by a crocodile, my my boat is going in the other direction. I'll be like, you're the dumbass that got in the water. And if I bring that boat over there, I I know Murphy's Law. And Murphy's Law says if anything can go wrong, it will go wrong. If I take that fucking boat over there, them crocodiles are going to turn over the damn boat, and then they're going to get fucking Thanksgiving dinner with me. Just because I tried to save your dumbass because nature is not your friend. Stop polluting the fucking rivers and oceans and these animals will stop attacking or just give the crocs and gators a toothbrush. Um, he was taken to, uh, by, to the hospital 
45 minutes away. Eventually, two more hospitals treat the injuries, such as scalp lacerations and puncture wounds to his head and hand. They asked some expert, crocodiles are the hardest biting animal on the planet. Well, real quick, congratulations and... Duh. I'm just telling you, if you're in, look, look, look here, if you, if you somehow lost a bet and you got to go to Australia, let me just tell you this right now. You should wear a hazmat suit everywhere you go. I'm talking full E.T. hazmat suit. Remember, remember they've seen that name, E.T.? When they got E.T. in the house and he's fixing to die and all them people are, yeah, that, that's the kind, you got to wear that around Australia everywhere. Because they got spiders that'll kill you. They got kangaroos that'll kill you. Dingoes will steal your baby. You got you got great white sharks. I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, it, it is like going to a nightclub. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think's going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and, uh, and the people have guns. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. See, see, Australia, they don't have a lot of guns. What do you need to battle crocodiles and sharks? Guns. Harpoons. Nuclear devices. Idiots, don't jump in the water. And Crocs never tangled with the bushwhackers. Thank God, because the bushwhackers would have kicked that ass. Uh, all right, that does it for us today, ass family. We will be back manana. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, ass family, have a wonderful day. Wonderful hump day. And then tomorrow... Six-year anniversary show with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Until then, adios, everybody. True in this modern world when two lovers get together. Chances of them ever making it to forever Couldn't be better than two in a million hearts Girl, this ain't just another run-of-the-mill emotion What I'm feeling is a definition of devotion My love for you is true Sun coming up each morning, bright as the light and a baby's smile. Sure as a mountain river winding, bright as the rain falling from the sky. Girl, my love for you is true. earth can be borrowed so there's no way to know when I'll live my last tomorrow but every day I get I'll share with you this feeling just keeps getting stronger as the time goes by it's written on my face you can see it in my eyes my love for you is true Sun coming up each morning, bright as the light in a baby's smile, sure as a mountain river.
the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.